Do you guys remember this? Yes, the Smash community is stoked. But when? Well, not next year. Not next spring. I can announce today that Smash Brothers Brawl will launch in the Americas on December 3rd. Well, things have changed a lot since then, especially the podcast. Enjoy our E308 analysis. Show me your news! This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Brothers Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from the Smash World Forums at Smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host, Yoko, with... Welcome back, Smash fans, to Show Me Your News. Any, really, any video game fans. It's the month of July. We just came off the heels of the Electronics Entertainment Expo. And boy, it was an interesting experience, to say the least. So, you know, we're covering, recapping the news of July and also throwing in some brawl tidbits as well. Uh, episode 38, of course, I have Samurai Pan on the show. Welcome again. Oh, thank you very much, Yoko. Uh, why don't you introduce our guest? Uh, our guest um, is one of our favorite from Australia that we've ever had on the show. Make 128. Hello, people. Yeah, welcome back. A lot of people seem to really like the idea of having someone from down under on the show. And really, it's great to have you on the show. Oh, it's great to be back. I've missed you guys. Oh well, shucks, we've missed you too. Seriously, really. you are—you're the one person that <laughs> right, I've been like. You know where? Where's Mick been? I, I want to talk to Mick again. You know, because we've had Gimpy and Buzz and stuff. And I'm like, where the hell is Mick? I miss that. Being <laughs> in here, just like a room. It's got some walls. <laughs> there are more walls than one. And it's in Australia, which is, which is your selling point. Yep. I'm exactly the same as anyone else, but I'm from somewhere that's different. Hurrah! Ah, yes, quite, quite. Well, we all, we'd like to apologize for some problems that you know we've had you know previously, and if any occur, uh, we've had some shoddy internet connections, and we're also doing a couple things differently. So if anything happens, please apologize us for that. Yeah. Or we'll apologize yeah. for that, and you'll forgive our apologies. You can just blame me. I mean that. <laughs> Usually is the no, if, any, if anything, blame me. I'm the one that's all the way over here. So if, if anyone's that offended that they're gonna do something, they can't come over and get me. Yeah, you know what? Uh, okay, we're, we're gonna blame Mick for everything now. We're gonna blame. Him? We're gonna blame it on Mick from now on because you know, he's in Australia. Okay. No one right. can do anything to him. <laughs> Damn it, Mick! All right, well, let's do a quick recap of what's gonna be on the show today. We have a contest announced. Really big contest. Uh, grand prize is a guest for episode forty. So 40, that'll be September's episode, so not the next... Wait, hold on, is that right? Is it 39 or 40? I really could have sworn it was 40, let's see. Yeah, September. Oh, wait, is it... Episode 40, the September episode. Uh, that's the grand prize, so we'll talk, talk about that contest. 
We'll also talk about our Stickham channel. Big things happen with the Stickham channel. We got this streaming on the Stickham channel. If you don't know what it is, stay tuned and we'll talk about that. Also, Brawl News, the PAL release of the game came out late last month. And we'll just talk about really Yay. generally. Hey. Hey, you had the original for a while, but yeah, we'll talk about PAL. And then, of course, you know, the big segment this week, the OMG, WTF, BBQ. We'll talk about Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo's press conferences, and then we'll wrap things up with mail time. As usual, should be a great show, guys. Do we do we really have to talk about Microsoft and Nintendo? Really? Do we do we have to? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Damn it. Right, you you can take the floor when it comes to Sony. I think you're the only one of us who has a PS3. Am so. I? Mick. I don't. You know I don't. Oh yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you'd rather own like three Wii's than a PS3, and I'm not quite sure why. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean. I don't know, Sony actually kind of impressed me a little bit, but, you know, we'll get to that. So let's talk about this contest. You know, came up with this idea about a little less than a month ago. The idea basically is to draw your favorite Show Me Your News moment. And the title really explains it all. I mean, there needs to be more Show Me Your News related artwork out there, in my opinion. Probably anyone else's opinion. So, hey, why not hold the contest for it, you know, and get some more entries. This way, also, everyone can enjoy your fandom of everyone's favorite Smash Bros. podcast. And... I won't lie, it would be really sweet to adorn the room with all the news are any fan. You just print all those off, and you really, you know it's true. So, and I will decide on which piece of art is our favorite, and the winner of the contest will appear as a guest on episode 40 when we kick off the upcoming school year in the Show Me News apartment. Mm. So here's, a, here's some couple of rules. You know, multiple submissions are accepted if you have, you know, some favorite moments and you want to draw out some multiple submissions, we will take those. Um, also, please post the images in the Show Me Your News thread. And if you're listening on iTunes and you don't know where this Show Me Your News thread is, where you know we get breaking news and you can you know talk to us and whatever, just you know search Smashboards Show Me Your News. It should probably be on Google, like probably one of the first ones. So you know post the thre- uh, images there, or you can also email them to dojopodcast@gmail.com. That's the podcast's main email address, and you know we'll post them there. In the thread, quality is not necessarily a determining factor. So if something looks really sweet, it's not necessarily going to win. We just would like to see how you best interpret it, uh, the fit your favorite moment. And you know, it could be like you know the moment that you just picked out of nowhere, and that could be one of the best. And we'll, and we'll judge that as you know what the best is. Not necessarily like, oh my goodness, this looks amazing. This will totally win. It's not necessarily that. It's also not you know just Yoko and Panda fan art. I mean, we, you know, hey, hey you know, I like that. <laughs> you, you might like that, and so I, enough of that. I guess you can say we could take that as well. But, but preferably um, we, a moment, really, of course. Was that preferably a moment? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, preferably a moment. Um, actually, be kind of also specific with a moment. Just say like, "Oh yeah, when you guys had blank on, that was awesome." I mean, you know, probably use a quote or whatever, or you know, just be creative. I mean, creativity is definitely a factor here. And I, if you I, haven't caught on to our quote-unquote artistic portrayal. Uh, I, Yoko, could be portrayed as K.K. Slider from Animal Crossing, and just do Samurai Panda as a panda who's a samurai. And if you want to know other, confusing. Oh wow! I, I know it's really straightforward. You know, for other guests on the show, be creative with that as well. I mean, we've also had some ideas going in the Show Me News thread of how different people can be portrayed. Mm-hmm. You can also see uh, some of the items on the Stickham channel. So, uh, I guess Samurai Panda, you know, talk about how we're live streaming this pot. Um, yeah, we are. Uh, by the way, you are cutting out a little bit here and there. Um, so, 
but I'm pretty sure people will be able to understand the uh, the explanations. Um, but yeah, so we're running on Stickam right now. Stickam.com uh, is this strange website that we discovered a few podcasts ago, um, where you can actually uh, like stream conversations, or, or well, rather stream like microphone. Um, and when I turn on Skype, it streams our conversations. So we now have live streams while we are recording the podcast, which includes you know pre-podcast recording and post-podcast recording. Um, and really, it's kind of cool. You get an inside look at, at what it is before it uh, is you know altered, before it's you know made into its final product. So if you, if you want to listen to it uh, live streaming. Uh, it's kind of cool. We we will sometimes interact with people. Uh, there is an IRC channel going at the same time uh, for chatting. Um, so log on to um, uh, irc.gamesurge.net um, and do uh, join the SMYN channel. I'm pretty sure you can go to gamesurge.net, like the actual website, and that'll um, that'll log you on there uh, through that. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, and by the way, just for my ideas of of how to portray Mick in the drawings. Um, I, I would either make him as a as a kangaroo or a big boomerang, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Well, my boomerang is pretty big. <laughs> the, the boomerang could be for the artistically challenged, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you got to be able to draw at least a boomerang, right? Do yeah. You know, I mean, just throw it. Any Australian animal will do. Kangaroo, wombat. Koala. Yeah. Actually, probably not a wombat. <laughs> no, wombat's, wombat's hard as hell. By the way, my favorite moment of, sh- of the Show Me News is right... Wait for it. Now. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say that. See how many people draw that one. You're going to turn into a blank image, and it won't <laughs> win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I should totally do that. Yeah, just kicks and giggles. Yeah, anyway, the, the Stickam channel is www.stickam, so that's S-T-I-C-K-A-M.com, slash S-M-Y-N. Really straightforward. And, you know, from you know the downtimes between episodes, you know, finding myself going on this channel, I got my Wii hooked up to, uh, you know, basically to stream to my computer and also to my TV. So, you know, I've been playing Wii games also with commentary. We've had, you know, having about 10 people or so, you know, eventually joining the chat, and I've been letting people know in the... SMYN thread when I'm doing so, you know, and people seem to have a lot of fun with. It. I mean, if if in, you know enjoying, if you enjoy watching people play video games, I guess that's your thing. So you know, check out the channel. You know, become our friend if you have an account. Yeah, thank you for spamming my uh, my inbox. By the way, I have like hey, twenty emails not a of like you know this person wants to be your friend. I'm like, who the hell is that? And what are they talking about? I'm like, oh damn it, <laughs> stick him again. Well, so, that, that's your choice that you use your email or yeah. whatever. So, people, we, we encourage you to spam my inbox. Uh, be, become our friend. And it'll also let you know when we uh, go live for certain events like... Okay. Oh, yes. oh, oh, sorry. You're kind of cutting out. Say that again? Okay, it'll it'll uh, let you know when, you, we, when we go live for certain events like podcasts. Yep. Yeah. So let's move on to Brawl News. Nick, it's been a while since we've had you on the show. Um, I know you got the Japanese version of the game because you just couldn't wait for this terribly, terribly overdue PAL release. Um, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> what have been your impressions on how Brawl has developed uh, since you know the inception when you got the game? Um, what, like, actual 
like you know, like what characters like, you enjoy to play like what's you uh, know, some of your favorite um, complaints yeah well pro- i'm pretty much a fan of pokemon trainer i mean i like the idea that you can switch and things like that mind you i've always been a fan of things like that i don't know why i just like the ability to change and swap and whatnot um yeah i'm probably actually best with squirtle which is kind of funny since you guys were saying earlier that squirtle is probably the worst of the three um yeah, uh, usually Squirtle, touch of DDD, although I generally don't chain grab, so don't need to be, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, going through subspace again, because now that I've actually gotten power one. Um, why, why would you put yourself through that torture? Well, it's the quickest way to unlock things, but it's I really liked it the first time around. The second time, it's not as great. I mean, I, was tried, I tried doing it on, um, what's the hardest difficulty? So, like, extreme, intense? Intense, yeah. yeah. And I just could not get past like the you know that stage where there's the two near the end of it there's the two giant ball things with the scythes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's two of those guys, and I just can't get out because one of them jumps in the air, does a spin one, which you know gives you knockback or whatever, um, you know stuns you or whatever, and then the second one does its huge charge thing, which kills you. I can't figure out how to get past that. See, so, you kind of kind of lost me there because it's been so damn long since I played Subspace Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but other than that, um, now that I've got pal, I can also do brawl with anyone. Which I had a match yesterday that it took me like about thirty seconds between frames. Oh wow! Yeah, which those, was those are always fine. the worst. Yeah, I was uh, contemplating on pl- just simply unplugging the Wii, but I think the other guy beat me to it. <laughs> I, I hear actually that Europe and, and Australia and, and pretty much everywhere is having the same Wi-Fi woes that we all do. Um, basically, Wi-Fi sucks ass. Still. Brawl is, is a fighting game. Fighting games just can't go online right now. Um, there are Caliero, there's GGPO, there's a couple programs that you can download on, uh, online for PC right now. Um, but as it, is, as it stands, uh, there's no console fighting game that runs well online. And it's, it's sad, but that's because you need like practically a perfect online um, to make a fighting game run, run well. Uh, especially a frame-based, you know, fighting game. So mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but uh, but I'm looking forward to see how Street Fighter Four handles it. Um, and mm-hmm. I also want to know, like, what the hell Capcom was thinking when they, you know, decided that Street Fighter Four should go on PC too. Right. It's on PC. Yeah. Wow. It's also going to be on PC. I I, I kind of hope that they include like a mouse, like control s- scheme, so I can just you know. Do like an L and a Hadouken will come out and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Go figure, go figure. Uh, Samurai Panda apparently has been getting really sweet, and that's because, you know, where he's stationed currently for the summer, he's got a lot of practice with a lot of top players. Why don't you talk about that? Um, so, hold on. Do you want me to talk about the whole, like, getting from bad to good thing? That- um, we can save that for the end, but, you know, like, what character is he playing? Um, you oh. know, what kind of people are you playing? Yeah. So, uh, don't, don't kill me for this. I, I've been using Snake uh, since the beginning of the game. Before he was top tier. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. People give me so much crap. Like, oh my god, he's a top tier. I'm like, I don't use him because he's top tier. I use him because I actually enjoy him. Uh, and I also use Kirby. Mm-hmm. Now, I've picked up Kirby. He's definitely my second. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun with him. Um, I can't beat Anther. Straight up. <laughs> his Just Pikachu destroys snake and it is the most annoying thing ever um so i'm kind of like 
at a loss as to how I can beat him, so I'm kind of switching between characters to try and get a good second to uh, take on Anther, and I'm, I'm hoping I can get my Kirby up to snuff. Um, and Anther, by the way, is the best Pikachu in the uh, country, probably the world right now. Um, he's good. He's really good. And uh, he's scary. Very scary. And uh, I can't beat him. Uh, but also a great guy as well. Oh yeah, he's a really great guy. He, he's, he's funny as hell, and uh, you know, he drives me around and stuff and takes me to tournaments when I want to. Uh, but yeah, he, he's a really cool guy. And I've met a lot of people. Like, my phone right now, I've, I've checked the, like yesterday, I was like, wow. I have like 15 people that are just under pseudonames, like Anther, Lane, Vaseth, Rofa, Busa. It's like these the internet names in my phone. <laughs> Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I've made a lot of uh, a lot of connections, a lot of new friends, um, and the whole Smash scene, um, tournament scene, is actually really cool. Oh, by the way, we had some Michigan representation at Fast in mm. uh, in Florida. Woo. Yeah, um, in Florida, Fast was a very very big tournament. It was held. First place, of course, went to Mewtwo King. Second place went to a uh, oh, by the way, Mewtwo King uses um, Mennonite and Deity. Um, the second place went to uh, someone named Futile, I think. Uh, who uses Wario. Um, and the third place went to Court, who uses Snake. Uh, and way down in seventh place, which is not very far at all, is uh, our resident Michigander, Joel, who uses Game & Watch. Uh, Needle yeah. Junta is his other name. Yeah, he's he's really... Uh, he's a great Game & Watch. One of the best in the country right now, probably. Um, and he is... Uh, Really nice guy. I can't wait for him to come back from Florida and like show us what he learned, because uh, he he's probably the second best right now, uh, consistently like get second place because Anther and him always are you know first and second. So yeah. Well, well, I guess I should see you know, watch out for Samurai Panda. You know, climb in the Michigan rankings and maybe even further from there. Uh, I don't and... want to be too cocky, but I'm 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 think I'm around top five right now in Michigan. So wow. That'll, that'll be scary to to play you come the school year then. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be I'll be glad to uh, to put you through training. We'll make it. We'll right. we'll build a hyperbolic time chamber for you. That would be too good. Personally, when you know during the summer, I'm working two jobs, and so I can't get out that much. Um, online, I'm having a lot of problems connecting to Wi-Fi. So people are still going like, "Hey, you know." Let's play play a match, whatever. I'm like, I can't. My Wi-Fi is kind of balls. So, yeah, I can't really play Wi-Fi. The balls are inert. The balls are inert, guys. Seriously. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) You know, my brother, you know, it's a lot of fun to play with him, but, you know, competition only goes so far when you just keep playing one person over and over and over again. Um, So, you know, I still probably think I might be, you know, best with Pit and Toon Link, but... Mm -hmm. I'm trying to focus on making Captain Falcon my main because Ooh. I I just have a lot of fun playing as him and even though he is still probably the worst character in the game it's unfathom unfa- unfathomable there's the yeah, word there you go. to realize how bad he is it's just that bad mm. but you know I enjoy playing as him and uh, you know actually ironically enough uh, now that you mention it um, another one of the Michiganders has gone a over to uh, California, actually. Uh, he had to go there for a month, and he's been playing those tournaments there. California has very harsh competition. DSF, mm-hmm. considered one of the best in the game right now. Uh, he used to be the best snake, now moved on to uh, Mennonite. He, uh, um, our guy from Michigan, Rofa, actually, uh, he play, he also plays Mennonites. Yeah. 
went to uh, California and placed second behind DSF. Uh, so that's really, really awesome stuff. Uh, Michigan's really representing even California. And the reason I bring this up is because in that very same tournament, there was a fifth place, get this, Captain Falcon. No way. Yeah. Awesome. This is, this is a hardcore high-level tournament, so maybe it's not as bad as we think. Maybe, maybe there's hope, but there's still just a lot that's bad. Oh, yeah, about he, he's, he's fighting Falcon. an uphill battle, no doubt about that. I like the idea though that this the Captain Falcon actually isn't in brawl, and that that's just some you know Captain it's, Clone or something. It's Rick Wheeler, gosh. <laughs> that, that's just plain mean. And I I think I just don't learn you know the few times I got to play Captain Falcon online just does not work and will never work. Uh, it's yeah, because you know it's just all about you know timing like the knee. You know, just a lot of his aerial moves you know, involve some ti- some sort of timing. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> and you, you can't have timing with this terrible lag. Yeah. It's true. I mean, yeah. a lot of characters. I think, honestly, if you were to make a tier list uh, based solely on online, that would be a vastly different tier list than uh, the normal one. The, the, oh, it's no the, doubt. And I think you know, there are probably people who are going to work on it, you know, as you know, the time moves on. And Ike will probably be up there. And Yeah. I think Rob. All you need to do is basically spam stuff, and no one can actually shield the attacks in time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I think Ganondorf would be up there too. I've been having you know, some problems against Ganondorf online. Ganny, really? Yeah, but maybe uh, I'm cool. just that bad. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of Ganondorf, uh, when we had the tournament this Saturday, Slick, you know Slick, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the number one Ganondorf right now. Yeah, he came over with Overstorm and stuff. Oh. Yeah, I, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't get to play his. Um, Gendorf, but I played as Samus quite a bit with my Kirby. Um, wow, he destroyed me. I don't know why, but and, and his Ike just versus my Kirby only because I didn't play Snake against him. Uh, I, he just spaced the hell out of me. And get this, Kirby can be footstooled like twice while he's trying to jump back to the stage and destroys him. Footstool yeah. destroys Kirby. I had no idea. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, once you get, yeah, if I get, if you get can get footstool to you know be dependable, it can be pretty destructive. People people are getting good at it now, so watch out. Wow, see, you know the competitive scene is developing, believe it or not, and people will be making brawl competitive. You know, it might take a little bit, but you know you got to give it some time. Uh, you know, I'm hearing a lot less complaining um, recently about, like, oh, Brawl is bad, blah, 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 because people are starting to see that, that Brawl is its own game. They're starting to understand that Brawl has its own style, its own uh, own way of play, and um, and I think they're starting to turn around. They're saying, you know, Brawl is actually kind of cool. It's got some interesting things here and there, and uh, we'll just got to wait. Yeah, yeah. And there are going to be a couple things, you know, a couple times that we'll make with Brawl, you know, as we start our E3... OMG WTF BBQ coverage. BBQ? BBQ? Yeah. It's a Barba Q. Barba Q? Barba Q. You just enjoy adding Bs, don't you? Yeah. I was trying to elongate the BBQ. Alright, so why don't we talk about the first press conference that you know, kicked everything off. They had Monday themselves. They had Microsoft Monday. Mm-hmm. And Samurai Panda, you own a Xbox 360. I do. And Mick, you probably don't. I know I don't. No, I don't. I've got friends who do, but... 
Panda is just the console mogul here. I have all three, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it was certainly an interesting press conference, and I think, you know, one of, like, the main focuses, obviously, would, I mean, would you not agree that they're trying to get the, uh, the Me Too uh, portion of the <laughs> casual market? Um, yeah. Oh, I, definitely. I, have you guys read that Penny Arcade strip on it? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that really does sum it up really well. Um, I don't want to pull it up because my, I don't want my internet to, like, crap itself. So, yeah. yeah uh, Penny Arcade did a you know, really great, you know, a couple of great you know, strips on E3. But, you know, just the revamping and total reformatting of Xbox Live is really impressive, and it makes sense. You know why they their last da- last dashboard update because you know they were preparing this. Yeah, I um, mean in the last episode we had you know the news break of you know from that uh, it was like Nets Netscape whatever some you know media thing they broke E3 you know coverage completely. And, you know I didn't had mentioned the use of avatars, and yeah, so that was one yeah. of their main selling points, mm. which um, seems very familiar somehow. Hmm. Can't quite place it. No, no, no. Are you kidding me? It seems very, fa- the, the seems very are... familiar to me. I, I, I've never had, I've never had a, you know, a console made, you know, little thing with a, with a neck on it too. See, see the <laughs> neck. The neck makes the difference. And oh my gosh, guys, oh. the avatars are so fashionable. Yeah. What's up well, you that? know, Microsoft—they're always willing to stick out their neck. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, did you guys watch the the press conferences by any chance? Because I actually I sat did. down through all of them. You did. I watched. Through, oh, I watched all three. Yes. Torture, huh? No, I've just seen. <laughs> I've seen the Nintendo one and bits and pieces of the Microsoft one. I mean, yeah, you got got to be prepared. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, so avatars. Did did anyone else just? I, I swear to God, there's booing in the in the crowd. If there wasn't, then that might have been me. But ooh, I didn't hear it. It, it might have been you. It, it was probably just me. Just. I was watching my roommate, um, basically. When we saw Avatars, both of us were like, what the hell is that? We were like, yelling at each other the, between the rooms. And yeah, we were like, what the, why are they making Mies now? It's like, and they're bad Mies, too. They're like, yeah. ugly Mies. That's true. Uh, Shane Kim apparently said something like, well, you know, no, we, like, no one really did invent the whole Avatar system, and you know, we're not copying really off of anybody. It's like, it sounds like, but you, it's this been done before on this line of consoles, but whatever. Oh well, the, you know the problem is Nintendo has, um, what is it like? They everything Nintendo has can be imitated by the other companies. Their motion sensing can be imitated, albeit poorly, by the six axis. Um, Microsoft is definitely probably working on one right now, uh, some sort of motion control thing. They've said they've actually asked Nintendo if they can sit down and have a talk with them about the hardware. St- Definitely doing something. Really, Microsoft? Yeah. Hmm. Like, well, Interesting. That's. I wonder if the Nintendo would be like, "Yeah, sure, we'll give you our secrets." <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be kind of like Red Rooster going over to KFC and asking, "You know, do you mind telling you know if we can come sit down and talk about how you make your chicken? You know, we want to see how you do things, and you know, just out of curiosity, of course." I mean, you know, the recipe. Nintendo should probably be like, yeah. See, you you put you put this wire in here, and then put that in there, and be like, yeah. They press this button, and then when Microsoft does it, it'll like explode. Yeah. It'll, it'll <laughs> be a bomb. Like, sorry, but you know, we could go into more depth, but all our explanations are focused on the casual audience. <laughs> yeah, well, but we we have plenty of time to rip into Nintendo for 
not caring about anything yeah. later. Oh, well, that will definitely be later. But you know, the Xbox Live facelift has definitely you know, had some interesting things, like the addition of the party, where you can you know do different things like with different friends, and then the prime time with the you know the game. It's a game show channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess what? You know, there's something that I think actually kind of imitates uh, that prime time thing really well. I call it Flash. <laughs> it's it's this weird yeah. little thing where you can get these like stupid ass game show things uh, anytime you really want, and yeah, I mean honestly, and and <laughs> the party thing, yeah, you know when when I have four guys and we play a bunch of different games, they're usually sitting next to me on the couch. Yeah, you know that's more a lot more fun than having like three like four avatars looking at you. You're like, damn, those are fucking ugly. And you go around and play like Uno and then like Uno Max or something like the next version of Uno. And then Galaga. I'm sorry, but if I'm playing Uno, I'm playing it with actual cards. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you know. okay, new drawing program. All right, well, I've got paper right here, or I could use it on the Flash <laughs> thing. Yeah. Paper, Flash, paper, Flash. I mean, honestly, half the games are just glorified Flash games. And, you know, they also had some, like, the casual games, like uh, You're in the Movies. That demo <laughs> a little sad. <laughs> Yeah, I, when I was sitting there, I was like, am I honestly wasting my time with this? Am I really watching this right now? So then I opened up my DS and started playing The World Ends With You, and I was like, wow, I this see. is entertaining. <laughs> this is so much better. I think one of the uh, the main announcements, though, that kind of went under the radar and like we didn't make you know as big of a splash as I thought it possibly could have was the whole Netflix uh, fusion. Oh, yeah. I think that, you know... Is could be like a, a big deal because like if you don't have a next uh, a, Net, a Netflix account, geez, I can talk tonight really. Um, <laughs> but like you know the fifty dollars you're shelling out for live every night uh, every month that gives you an, a Netflix subscription, which is pretty handy. Yeah, um, I mean I don't have Netflix personally. Um, I mean I don't know, Mick. Do you know what Netflix is? Do you get it in Australia? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the first time I've heard of heard about it, and I don't even really understand it still. From what I said, of I don't know, internet cowboy thing with elephants. That's exactly what Netflix I is. Think. Yeah, I, I, I don't I actually don't want to explain it, just so you can keep thinking that's what Netflix is. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've only just recently joined Facebook, and that's only because of constant nagging of my girlfriend. So I know people keep saying it's anything related. Oh uh, what do you what do you think about Facebook? Isn't it like the biggest waste of time ever? I mean, so far all I've done is I've played a couple of quizzes and stuck up a couple of pictures. I'll tell you, uh, in yeah. college, it's it's useful only when there's like a hot girl in your class and you don't know her name and like you go look her up and you find her hobbies and then like you start a conversation with her like, so what's your favorite music? I'm like, oh, me too. Oh, you know, I love this movie. And, oh, that's your favorite movie. And so, yeah, honestly, that, that, that Except works. I've already got a girlfriend, so that whole part of usefulness of it is completely useless. So it's completely <laughs> I mean, useless. You know, I'm pretty sure I would be in a bit of a trouble if I studied some of these and chat up with girls. Yeah. Just a little bit. I, I'm pretty well, sure anyway, girlfriends like that. Who do know what Netflix is? That's that's what it is. And uh, for those who don't, it is definitely about you know cowboys and elephants. Yes, yeah. It's it's a, it's a cowboy yeah. elephant to be precise, actually. Netflix, yeah, a cowboy, yeah, a cowboy it's, elephant. It's a big cowboy elephant. Netflix. Actually, it, it goes to your mailbox and delivers movies. That's what it does. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a big uh, cowboy elephant. Yes, now it, it it walks on the street. And, and when you movies. when you get a movie, it goes. Yeah. 
And when he, when you don't like when it comes and drops it off, you have to tip it with peanuts. Yeah. And, it's and so as it leaves, it goes how to partner. Would, I thought it would say what arrives. Yeah, because as it leaves, it can't really say howdy. Well, well it can. Well, as is, it leaves, the hi ho Netflix away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. but, but wouldn't the thinking of a cowboy elephant be backwards to begin with? Wait, mm, are we talking about a cowboy on an elephant or a cowboy elephant that can talk? Apparently, if a panda can be a samurai. Okay, but pandas being samurais are totally normal. Hmm. And yeah, by the way, how can't be video. elephants? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I also You're not being right. I'm going to lean so. towards a cowboy elephant that can talk. Yeah, I like the cowboy elephant that can talk. Mm-hmm. But, but okay, so so Netflix on Xbox <laughs> Live. <laughs> you, can, you can download movies. Hoo-ha. Guess what? I can also do that with the internet. <laughs> but you can watch them in that. your party. Isn't anything as cooler as watching a whole bunch of avatars share a movie download that you can watch in your living room in your sl- sad, slow, pathetic, desolate life? Uh, I'll be like, hey, um, you guys just want to like come over and watch a movie? Done. I'll be like, yeah, that's a great alternative. Or I'll be like, hey, guys, I mean, get an IRC. I'm going to send you this uh, this movie. If yeah. I've got you know friends coming over for a movie, I'll we usually go down to the videos, videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Why I mean, should we spend the whole night waiting for one to download and then watch it <laughs> if we can spend that time watching like five? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. eh, honestly, I I I think I we're being too too critical um, of it sometimes, but in the end, it's kind of like. There are a bunch of useless things that me, as a gamer, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main point that uh, that everyone's kind of like was very disappointed with Microsoft's um, conference and stuff. Is that as a gamer, I, I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Well, I did say at the start of the 360s lifespan that I'm marketing it as a multimedia machine. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point there. But there are limits. Well, they did. They did make one gaming announcement. You know, Samurai Panda. You know, being a PS3 and an Xbox 360 owner, and obviously as well as a Wii. Talk about you know their major announcement that they saved for last, and how that affect different consoles. Uh, so, well, I've I've got a lot of like theories and whatnot as to how this can affect, um, you know, how what what happens with the console wars. But in the end, Final Fantasy 13 was announced for 360. Yay! Everyone clap and, and hurrah. It's not exclusive, you know. It, it, it's, it's nice. Uh, it is. It is coming out for the PS3 as well. I, I've heard rumors, nothing confirmed, that it will have. It won't have every. Um, it won't have all the functions. It won't have all the uh, extras. It'll have some stuff uh, cut down, uh, as far as I know. And um, well, it doesn't really matter much. It's. I mean, the FF13 would have sold more PS3s in America, uh, and I think it still will, because in all honesty, if a game comes out for the 360 and for the PS3, and I don't care about the online mode, I am buying it for the PS3, period. Even if I do care about the online sometimes. Like, it, it looks better now. Finally, they've, got, they've gotten to the point where it looks better on the PS3. I like the PS3 better. I like the XMB better. I like, honestly, my 360 is gathering dust next to my PS3, which I'm using a lot more. 
and I know that's weird. I know that everyone's like, "Oh my God, what the, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, how can you do? How can you honestly like PS3 better?" But you know what? I'm just giving my opinion. But what really truly matters is that the 360 is not getting it in Japan. Right. That's that's the big deal. Um, they are not going to get a Japanese version of Final Fantasy 13. So they will sell uh, the PS3s in Japan quite a bit. Uh, and it's going to sell a lot because Final Fantasy sells a shit ton of Japan. And um, if you get Japan, then you get Japanese developers to make games for your console. If you get Japanese developers to make games for your consoles, they will uh, come over to America and more people will buy your console in America. So as long as Final Fantasy XIII moves consoles in Japan, and as long as you know they can sell more in Japan then they're set, because it's going to sell more down the line in America as well. The Microsoft has been throwing money at that problem, the fact that you get Japan, you get the world. That's that's how gaming works, period. Um, what Microsoft's doing is they're forcing themselves into Japan. They're, they're paying people to make games for their console. Take my roommate, for example, is absolutely obsessed with Idolmaster. If you don't know what Idolmaster is, it's a, it's a um, Japanese only 360 game that um, Microsoft actually paid off companies to make them this game. It appeals to the otakus. It's a bunch of like little girls singing in like a band, and <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, the otakus and my roommate eat that shit up. They love it. Absolutely love it, and that sold a lot of 360s in Japan. Just, just that, because they like little girls. But you know, that's <laughs> like they're 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 throwing money at the issue, and they're they're doing well for uh, for, for just throwing money at it. Um, surprisingly enough, but they don't really have other things besides like Idolmaster and a couple Gundam games and like Blue Dragon uh, and Eternal Sonata, which didn't do that great in Japan, I think. But that's my yep. my uh, little soliloquy there. Do you have any opinions on it, Mick? Um, well, first off, when you said the name Idolmaster, I was imagining some sort of sing while you crunch your abs or something like right, that. Right, right. <laughs> advertise on Daytime TV. <laughs> um, I would buy that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean it does make a little sense, because, I mean, most people yeah, you know, Japan who would buy FF13 already have PS3, so... Not many people would buy a new console just simply for one game. Oh, well, um, in Japan they actually would. Um, surprisingly enough, uh, a single game can sell a console like freaking hotcakes. Just one game, that's all you need. Japan's like that. Yeah, but I was going to say, though, because, I mean, if they, you, know, um, you know, did bring it out in Japan and, you know, threw more money at it and got it out, like, a week beforehand or something, nice. then they would make us killing or something. Yeah. But if it comes out at the same time, the only time that they'll actually buy the 360 version is if the PS3 one sold out, That's true. which would actually probably happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah I, um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised too because uh, Square Enix has been, you know, really, uh, really focused on the, on the uh, Sony brands and PlayStation brands. So seeing them moving FF13 to to Microsoft makes me wonder just how much Microsoft uh, paid off, you know, Square Enix. It is an interesting move, yeah. I think when you're referring to the uh, the features earlier, I think I read somewhere that like the Final Fantasy thirteen verses or whatever that that is uh, yeah. like a separate thing that that'll come the three uh, PS three but not the three sixty. And I'm also gonna be saying, uh, who the hell cares about that game? 
Yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm just saying that might be what you were referring to or reading. I don't know. Well, I mean, but like, um, uh, Square Enix's pedigree on action adventure games uh, is uh, at, right now absolute shit. Uh, have you seen the the only action adventure game that they made? Was that one? Uh, I forgot what it's called. Duh, uh, Dirge of the Cerebus. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, um, it was basically taking a character from Final Fantasy VII and giving him his own standalone uh, action adventure game. Um, basically, uh, you, you know that one? I think so, yeah. Um, I remember someone talking about it with me uh, the other day. Isn't that one where they just like, grabbed some random optional party member and just built each backstory around him or something? Uh, I don't know if it's, I honestly don't know. I didn't play Seven. That was the only one I didn't play, so... But all I know is that, uh, uh, like, look up the reviews, and they're they're absolute shit. They said the game just horrible. So, hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was an, it was an interesting move. It really started off the week on a interesting note to have like a surprise like that. It was, and I think, good for the industry to have something like that. But yeah, in the end, like, it's not really too big in the grand scheme of things. For, like a general impression of their conference, I mean, it had its interesting points. And for a couple of days there, it almost it really made me almost want to think about getting a 360 because, I mean, especially for you know the day after when Nintendo came because at at times I'm just so sick of Nintendo's lack and almost just plain ignorance of their online functionality. Yep. And when you see some of the things that Xbox Live has, it just gets fight. And you know, even PlayStation Network like. When, when it fully develops with home, they'll get it right. But Nintendo, with just a Wi-Fi connection, they're, they might be moving slowly in that direction, but it's going to be at least a few years before they get that right. And maybe I'm thinking, like, with lack of online here, want online submersiveness. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was a bad update from, uh, from Microsoft. They did what they wanted to do, even, like, if they wanted to get, you know, the whole Me Too thing. But... You know, their console's a couple years older than, you know, the Wii and the PS3. They might be slowly starting to, you know, to wane, I guess you could say, in, in wake of the other other two competitors. So they had to make some sort of move to try to get the whole blue ocean, the mass audience. I mean, uh, like, I think the reason everyone was just so disappointed with Microsoft was that the fact was there was no new game announcements. They announced, like, a couple XBLA games, and that's it. Right. I mean, even Final Fantasy Thirteen, that was not a new game announcement. It was just a new, you know, game for their platform. Console. Yeah, exactly, a new platform. So well, it also didn't help that everything was announced beforehand, you know. Yeah, in the leak. I, I, they canceled the uh, the Bungie announcement, too, which is like, right. yeah, what right. were you thinking, Microsoft? So, I don't know, I true. mean, they, mm. they showed us games that we already knew were coming out, that we've already seen before. Given, they looked awesome, Gears War 2 looked, like, just beautiful... Uh, Fallout 3 looks awesome. I'll probably get that for the PS3 or the PC. Um, but, like, eh, there was nothing new. There was Galica Legends. That was the only thing I remember from that yeah. conference that I actually want. And I'll probably forget about buying it when it actually comes out. <laughs> Did you have any general impressions on Microsoft's conference, Nick? Um, well, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it certainly wasn't anything great, groundbreaking, or really that exciting but it could be worse yeah and some of the others true <laughs> it could be worse but there were definitely some improvements to be had uh sony 
I mean, Samurai Panda, you're going to be taking most of the floor on this one. I mean, we can chime in with some other things, but since you are our resident PS3 owner and more or less an expert on the matter, um, I think the first thing we want to touch, touch on, all the companies had to give their numbers, segments or whatever, you know, talk about all the business standpoints. But Sony really, really impressed with, you know, one of their top games that will be coming out. And it's looking really impressive. Talk about Little Big Planet. Oh man, Little Big Planet um, has been in development for like ever. Um, honestly, I, I thought that game came out like a year ago, and then <laughs> I keep hearing about it. And I'm like, wait, is that not out yet? God damn it! it it's it looks so cool. It looks like a lot of fun, but in the end, uh, it's a really hyped, um, you know, uh, game. But. It seems very casual. It doesn't seem like it can live up to the massive amount of hype that it's getting. Given it's going to be really good, it's just it's not the kind of game that can you know really just just take all that hype and actually live to it. Um, but they did take that PowerPoint presentation uh, away. Instead, they just made everything all the da- the data and stuff in Little Big Planet, which I thought uh, was really interesting and really cool. It's a great I, idea. Yeah, it was. It, it mm-hmm. made it a lot more uh, a lot more fun to watch. Um, but like, I don't know. What, do you guys just like? Do you guys not like Sony? Was it too expensive uh, for you guys? Like, why? Uh, why do you guys don't like? Why don't you really know much? I mean, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe you gotta in, in a console war. You almost have to pick a side that you don't like. And I don't know. I've never really had any connection with Sony. I know for. You know, like the original PlayStation, and how sold about 100 million units. I only know one person back in the day who had an original PlayStation, and you obviously know. Uh, hold on, hold on, you're breaking yes. up. Uh, break. Yeah, you're breaking up. Just give it a second. That happens sometimes. All right. I'm hearing fine. Well, I'm, I mean, if, it, if it's breaking through mine, then that means the recording is going to kind of... Testing, I'm trying to I'm trying, I'm trying to talk. Is it being yeah, smooth now? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Okay, I'll restart. Continue. You're saying that none of your friends around you had a, had a PlayStation? I mean, you got to pick a side that, you know, you really don't like. And maybe it's just because I didn't have that much of an experience with Sony. I mean, back in the day when, you know, PlayStation was the it console, you know, the first you know console to move 100 million units, I only knew pretty much one person who had an original PlayStation. And obviously that number grew for the PlayStation 2, and, you know, it's got like 140 million or whatever. But, you know, after seeing this conference, I, I mean, I'll say I can respect a lot more, when, especially when, you know, Sony talked about, their ideas for the 10-year, you know, the 10-year plan. And, like, you know, understand, like, some of the things that they do. Like, I can really understand that. I mean, also, some of the games, a lot of the games mostly just don't appeal to me. I mean, I mean, obviously, getting caught up in Metal Gear Solid, MGS4 is would definitely be the it game if I had a PS3. Oh, absolutely. I'll, it's so good. I'll be looking forward to playing that coming this coming school year. Uh, but, that, uh, is a, that is an issue we're going to have to find out because my brother is uh, not going to have part with his PS3, but uh, I have another I one. See. But, Interesting. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it might just be like, you know, you got to pick a side to just like, what about you, Mick? Um, a little bit of both, really. I mean, um, I, I actually did have an original PS at one point, mm-hmm. and I remember there was pretty much crap all I ever played on it. I think in the end I got rid of it and just used an emulator to play the games on the computer. Uh, 
which uh, we'll just cut that bit out. Um, but yeah, just ever since I've gone up, I mean, I've never been too impressed with anything that's been on PlayStation. I mean, the only thing that's really caught my interest is the occasional couple of Final Fantasies, but, you know, I can live without them. I've been playing Zelda and, you know, the Final Fantasies on DS and Game Boy, so I've, I'm going to find through that. Um, racing games, no. Uh, any other games that have come out, they've usually come out on the Xbox or at a time GameCube, so now they're on the PS3 sort of things, like, well... If I want to get something extra, I'd rather get a 360. I mean, I like the idea of online play. I've played GTA on both. felt a lot smoother on um, 360, uh, mm. control-wise. Uh, the online play seems to be a lot more enjoyable. Um, I haven't had a chance to actually do much, if anything, with Metal Gear, so I can't really say that it's super awesome or not super awesome. So It's super awesome. It, it really is. I, I'm getting the idea it might be super awesome, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, if it comes down to it, I'd rather get a 360 than a PS3. Um, uh, plus the price. I mean, it is severely priced, and they decided to borrow the Wii Motion. That's, that's true. Which, oh, the 6-axis are kind of thrown out now. They went back to the uh, DualShock 3, which, thank God, because the 6-axis, by the way, uh, worst idea ever. That I mean, yeah, I like my PS3 a lot. I like it better than my 360. The 6-axis, worst idea ever. <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Part of the little Nintendo fanboy he keeps crying out, They stole the motion! No. Just shit, you know, they lie. Rumble's outrated, but then they bring it back in. They can't make up their mind. Mm-hmm. It's just. I've got morals, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> even matter because most games don't it's even awesome. use it. You know, they they just ignore the function. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I think the next thing yeah. we gotta talk about for Sony, like, they, they're almost doing the same thing that Microsoft is, but actually turning into a store. You know, for their PlayStation Network, they're doing the whole video service thing. Mm-hmm. You know, for movies, they got Fox, you know, Warner, a lot of big companies, really. is an impressive lineup, lineup like Paramount as well. Absolutely. Also for TV shows, anime. Uh, well, I mean, it, they just have a lot of uh, selection right now, and I think they're doing it better than uh, the Xbox as it is, too. You, you have um, the option of HD. You have the option of, like, uh, you know, SD. You can watch it streaming. You can get it like. And the the big thing was that they were like they announced all the stuff, and you're kind of like, ah, well, Microsoft did that too. Uh, it's just it looks different, and it looks to me at least easier to use and stuff. Uh, and they're like, oh, by the way, it's on tonight. And I was like, wait, really? So it, it was it was kind of cool that you know they immediately implemented it, whereas. Um, I don't even know when Microsoft said they're going to do theirs. I, I kind of just tuned it out because I didn't really give a shit. But like, um, I, I was really, uh, I was really kind of happy about that. Plus, the PS3. Whenever I watch stuff uh, on my TV, I put like anime or I put like whatever I want onto uh, a flash drive, and I can stick it in either the 360 or stick it in uh, the PS3 to watch my uh, videos, whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Always go with the PS3 personally. It just, it just it's easier to work with. It looks um, better, actually. Oddly enough, it does look better and doesn't cut off the damn sides nearly as much as the uh, 360 tends to. Um, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, it's just that I, I, I was more interested in the video functionality of my PS3 than over my uh, my 360. Uh, and as for home, I'm I'm just gonna say you know it, it's lacking right now. Uh, yeah. and, and that's actually not my my opinion, not only my opinion, but the opinion of everyone else, too. They say it's interesting, but it, it, it's lacking. It doesn't have really what it takes to kind of 
bring things all together. Um, personally, what I thought was that the trophy thing, um, you know, the, basically the Sony equivalent of uh, achievements, achievements in their games, yeah. yeah. What I originally thought was with the home, you could, like, get an achievement, and then at home, the achievement, achievement would equi- um, have the equivalent of, like, a furniture piece or, like, a shirt. Um, you know, like That'd be that would be awesome. I I, I thought that'd yeah. be so cool. Like, you know, I, I I go to Dead Rising and I kill like a thousand zombies and I get, you know, a a, a chair made out of zombie parts in my home thing. You know, <laughs> that would be that would be like really really interesting. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not how it works. You just have kind of like a trophy room thing, uh, and they're working on it. The thing, the reason why home is taking so long and that we don't have it yet. Uh, is actually a good thing because they are, you know, uh, working on it. They're going through things. They're improving it, and they really are um, taking uh, feedback. And that's that's something that you can say Sony has been doing, but Microsoft and uh, especially Nintendo have been just completely ignoring. Is that at first Sony was cocky as shit, and they were just they were just not doing anything well with the uh, with the Sony with the, with the PlayStation Three, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Maybe we should start listening to our customers, uh, and now they're starting to do that, and it's it's really uh, it's really taking a turn. And the PS3 has slowly but surely gotten much, much, much better um, with their updates, the system updates, and the and whatnot. They actually include a lot of extra functionality and things with every system update with PS3. Um, in the beginning, if you were to say to me, "Would you like better the PS3 or 360?" Even though I had a PS3. I would have said the 360 is the better console. As it is now, I would have to say the PS3 is, to me at least. Uh, like, I don't know. It's gotten much, much better over time, in my opinion. Right. The sales of it too have increased as time's gone on too. Absolutely. I, th- I think over here, the last couple of months, it's actually been beaten the, which has been like a pretty much a first. Uh, I mean, Australia is a huge ass market that people just don't even tap into. Kind of surprised that they don't focus there more. It's not nice. As loud as vocal or whatever is the US are. That plus they are in the US and you know we'll get priority here and like oh Japan yeah well Japan make the games there sell really well too. It's Japan and US all right. Oh yeah, yeah the others well just throw them something. <laughs> throw them a bone. Now, something I liked about you know the video service for the PlayStation Network that they also announced was that you know you could. Make the the files portable. You can you know put on the PSP, but you know who really yeah, PSP. Who has, who has you put them on your PC. <laughs> I don't think that's something you could do with the 360. And, and having the you know, portable files, great idea, really great idea. Yeah. And you know, home. I think that's something. You know, it, it'll definitely give the PS3 an identity, and it'll really help. I think their console sales in general. But something tells me that it's you know hyped so much, and they keep delaying it so much, and it you know it's just like. Uh, you know what we mentioned earlier that I'm not too sure if it'll yeah you know, Little Big Planet like I don't know if it'll live up to the hype because it's been hyped for so long and they you know keep delaying it and they do keep working on it and it'll probably be great but you know what can it really live up to that hype? Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, I do want to point out. Did you guys notice in the uh, the NPD stuff that, like, when they were talk- talking about console sales, the console that sold the second most behind the Wii was the PS2. Yeah. What? Why? Well, this still makes keeps buying for PS2? It. It's insane. I don't know. I, I that, but that's yeah, that's ridiculous. 
mean, for, it does kind of make sense because I mean, not everyone can afford you know next gen games for the next gen gen system. Whereas you know the PS3, that uh, PS2, they'd be like what hundred bucks. Games are like ten, twenty bucks a pop over here at least. Anyway, so it makes sense. It's a cheaper way, and some of the games are still pretty good. I mean, yeah. they made that latest um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, man. The last one of that was still PS2. Um, the guys that made that are apparently working on some PSN title, I think. Um, but, man, I, I was really... That was a good game. Uh, I kind of wanted another one, but... Have, have either of you played the game, Shadow of the Colossus? I've never been able to. No one I know has got a PS2. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you people just... The, the environment you guys live in, the Sony-hating environment, I feel bad for you. You will have to teach me in those kind of ways, the the Sony world, if you will. Well, you'll, you'll have your choice between Sony, um, Microsoft, and three... What, what, we're going to have three different Wii's, aren't we? Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna work out perfectly. It, it, it will, yep. I'll, I'll have to get my taste in all three then. Generally, though, you know, when they, they kept really pushing that 2008 was the year of the PS3, and while I don't think overall, like, in sales, it'll, you know, beat Nintendo because, you know, the Wii is still selling almost like hotcakes, and, you know, they proved that in their con- their, uh, their conference, but I think overall the PS3 will have a better year than the 360. I mean, it is really starting to gain steam, and, you know, they had their little featurette in there that, you know, developers... You know, while the PS3 was, you know, brand new, like, they didn't know exactly how to work with it, but now that they're actually getting a handle on things, they're starting to pump out really good games. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw the little trailer for God of War 3. That'll be a huge AAA hit that'll be coming out probably sometime late next year, I would imagine. But, you know, they're really starting to get the ball rolling, and I think this'll be a better year for the PS3 compared to the Xbox 360, but I don't think it'll be the best year yeah. for they turn the corner, for sure. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Plus, Mag... Um, the DC, it's gonna be interesting, yeah, yeah. The DC Universe Online thing. Um, the what is it? Uh, oh, the booty, the quest for booty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ratchet and Clank. I love Ratchet and Clank, by the way. It's such a good game. Um, so I'm looking forward to that too. But like, I, I think without a doubt, Sony won the press conferences. Sony mm-hmm. won E3 because yeah. X, well, Microsoft was just a disappointment. There was nothing new. Uh, Sony had a lot of new things here and there, and uh, it was really fun, really interesting. Um, but and, and Nintendo, without a doubt, lost by far. Um, oh God! Yeah. Uh, so Sony did come out on top. I when I was going into it, I was not expecting anything. I was expecting them to do really bad and kind of flounder around and uh, and do nothing. But uh, they they surprised me, which might be why they won, is because no one was expecting anything from them. People were expecting a lot of mm. big things from from um, Nintendo, which is probably why they lost. And True. people were kind of lukewarm about Microsoft, and Microsoft was lukewarm back to them. So, yeah. And just touching on aesthetics, I think you know, you know, PS3 and Sony presentation in general, they just had the best presentation, like visually, mm-hmm. and it looked just very impressive. Although, I think you know, Jack Trenton could have been a little more enthusiastic oh, yeah. about his product. I mean, there were, there were times where he kind of just seemed coming off fake and didn't really give the best presentation. I mean, Nintendo's people talk about them going almost over the top, over the top into a dorkdom, if you will. Yes. But um, <laughs> you know, Jack seemed a little just too bland about everything. I'll have to say, uh, while they had the best presentation, they had the, best, they had the worst presentator. Yes. Yeah, he's not very good at that. 
Where was Kaz? Seriously. Kaz Dude, he made single-handedly like four different internet memes last time. I know. That's Red why he... Racer! <laughs> Giant crab. 599 US dollars. Microtransaction. Oh, man. I mean, that's probably why Sony did so well, was the fact that they didn't make themselves look like total idiots this time. Yeah, seriously. That'll be true. Alright, do we want to dive into Nintendo? Do we have No. <laughs> no, let's let's dance around the bush for a little bit. <laughs> I'll well, be hiding in the corner, crying yeah. in shame. Well, when Nintendo's press conference started, Reggie did not kick things off. It was his vice president, and the internet and gaming community was introduced to Nintendo of America vice president, Cammy Dunaway. So can, can you guys AKA explain to me why people... Yeah, explain to me why people hate her so much. It might be that it looks like she's had too many facelifts, and <laughs> she's always smiling too much all the time. But maybe it that's just seemed to me she was the. It just seemed to me she was the absolute embodiment of casual gaming. Yeah. The soccer mom, yes. Yeah. That's true. That's a very, that's a very good point. This it's actually kind of annoyed me too that she was the soccer mom, a uh, soccer mom presenting about games for soccer moms. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just when she started the talk, you know, explaining, you know, what she's doing, the next game, whatever, before they announced and actually said what the next game was, she's talking about, you know, how she went skiing or whatever, you know, made a big deal about how she hurt her wrist, sprained the wrist, and then she was talking about, you know, with this new game, even I can look cool with my kids. No. No. You're a mum, over 40. To get cool. You were and never she, cool to your kids. Yeah, never. she was also talking about, like, you know, the Mother's Day card she got from her kid. I love that you work at Nintendo. <laughs> and and I don't know, like, it was in, to start off the conference with Sean White snowboarding. I, I know, <laughs> yeah. like, you had the celebrity point. It was good to have Sean White there, blah, blah, blah. But is that really the game you want to start the conference off with a bang? I don't think it is. So, really? uh, was that I mean, the only one that was like, why the hell is Carrot Top on stage? Yeah. yeah I, definitely. I didn't even know who the hell he was. Yeah. I mean, I've never, well, because we don't snowboard here at all because there's barely any snow, but... <laughs> oh, you have like, you, you, you probably like sandboard. Yeah, I knew... I knew, I knew <laughs> you do, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, you get a big beach with some of the pretty awesome dunes, you just jump on like an esky lid or something and jump. <laughs> I, I knew who Sean White was, and like I knew it was him, but I, I couldn't totally agree more. And it, it, He definitely did look like Carrot Top, and it's like, if you say any jokes, so help you, so help you. Yeah, I was like, I was like Nintendo, if you're going to put Carrot Top on stage, that better be for the sole purpose of beating the shit out of him. <laughs> like, go, just go and push him off the balance board. It's like, ha, balance board my ass. <laughs> Speaking of balance board my ass, um... The new Rayman game uses the balance board, like your ass on the balance board. <laughs> yeah. Why are they even still calling it Rayman? Shouldn't they just get over it and just rename the season the series uh, Raven Rabbits and just leave it at that? They probably Why should, are they even yeah. making those games? Who buys them? I agree. Who does? Cammy. <laughs> yeah, Cammy does. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> because they're so cute. Dude, pops. Oh, just, with that freaking dog. 
When you're just doing the um, Wii Sports thing and just my dog Peach doing the disc thing. Yeah. And she tries to get the crowd to cheer for her. Isn't the dog cute? Yeah. Waving her hands. Come on, wave. Cheer something. No, nothing. No. Okay. It reminds me yeah. of the animated GIF with uh, William T. Riker from Star Trek The Next Generation. He's watching like a little video and it's like Nintendo's press conference is beginning shortly and you know, it has like text like blah, blah, blah. Puppies are cute. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Pretty that. Best thing ever. I mean, uh, I like... I feel bad for her, honestly, because the internet is getting is, is really harsh on her. Yeah, she's yeah. kind of boring, and yeah, she is a little ingenuine, and yeah, she's really trying hard, but the fact of the matter is that you can kind of see that she's trying hard, you know? So, yeah. I, I can't make myself hate her when I can see she's trying that hard to be liked, but I, I kind of, on the other hand, want to hate her because she's trying that hard to be liked while showing off games that we don't give a flying fuck about. <laughs> yeah. You just have to look at her and go, Aww. Why? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, if she'd done something cool, like introduce, I don't know, Pikmin 3 or, or Legend of Zelda oh, fights... It would be the complete whatever. opposite, I can guarantee you that. I mean, no doubt. They'd, what? No, it's, here's a lame snowboard game. Like, Miyamoto goes out and is like, yeah, I'm gonna like give away everything that I should have talked about in E3 in an interview <laughs> to IGN. Like, immediately after that. So it's like, wow, so Nintendo failed at E3, but fucking Miyamoto just turned it around like the, like the next hour they did like have five game announcements pretty much Kid Icarus Pikmin 3 uh, new games from the the uh, Zelda and Mario Galaxy teams yeah. I mean come on I mean yeah, Sony didn't win Microsoft didn't win Nintendo didn't win Miyamoto won E3 seriously they, like, they've actually come out and announced Kid Icarus they have officially now did they I don't I'm not sure that they did because Reggie, uh, at, in the interview with G4, he's like, yeah, well, we heard those rumors, and you know, he didn't seem like things were totally official on that end. But yeah, totally, you know, New Zelda, New Mario, uh, Pikmin 3 was definitely a big one. Although, you know, for those kind of things, it's like, but those will be late next year at best. Maybe early 2010, late 2010, maybe. So, like, it's still going to be a while... You know, obviously the big game that's quote-unquote the hardcore title for this holiday season is Animal Crossing City Folk. Yeah, I, I, I kind of just want to slap you for saying that. Even even though I know you're saying that, like, sarcastically. And yeah, I, I, which I am. Oh, God. Are, are you guys going to buy that? I am not. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, see, hell I like yeah. Animal Crossing, what no. can I say? <laughs> but it's definitely not a hardcore game. Well, Mick enlightened us about, you know, Animal Crossing Wii, and, you know, it's it's big new hardware feature that comes with it. Yeah, it's got uh, Wii Speak, so now you can use voice chat, which yeah. is a first on Wii, which is a second on everything else. <laughs> yeah. But, you um, know, isn't it good, though? Don't you guys like it? I like the idea. I mean, it certainly beats having to buy, like, four headsets if you want to do anything multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It's a step which... in the right direction. It's definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, it's not perfect. I mean, it does pick up everything in the room, and not sure how that would actually game sounds. We need to turn the volume down so people can actually yeah, hear what you're saying. Good point. Good point. Um, but I mean, it, it does seem interesting. I do like the idea that you don't need to buy one for everyone in the room. Um, on the downside, everyone's going to be hearing everyone in the room. Yeah. Which certainly sucks if you're there playing whatever, and someone walks in. Can you take out the trash? No, I'm busy doing the. Do you need to take out the trash? Give me a minute. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, you don't need to hear that. 
that, that's also a really important point because it also really just goes to show you how Nintendo is really focused on parents and you know little kids playing the games like obviously you don't want parents hearing the stuff that can be said at times over Xbox Live and this really helps the parent moderate things that are going on in this little chat but it it is definitely a step in the right direction and but for these kind of games you need games that support this new hardware Animal Crossing will be the first it seems and let's let's grain this into people's heads. This will not be backwards compatible. Games like Brawl will not support We Speak, which pisses me off. Yes. Yeah. Disappointing, but it's pretty expected. Right. Yeah. Although the fact though that they actually have to buy the We Speak thing separately, it really makes me hope that they are actually going to make a go of it and try and use it in more things than just Animal Crossing and maybe generic game three. Mm. Right. Uh, oh, like, so, I mean, other uh, things the conduit, like you know the yes, you yeah, it could be, yeah, yeah, yeah the, yeah, the, the conduit the, would be a possibility, yeah, yeah. It actually looks like a, like a decent first-person shooter that like is a hardcore title straight up on the Wii that has like good graphics and like it's a, it's an FPS, it's an actual FPS. It's like oh my god, someone's making a real game for the Wii, and Wasn't more importantly, it's not a PS2 port. Yeah. yeah. And it's like wow, not a port, not like it, it's it's an original new game, and you know what? The Wii needs it, right? But was it mentioned at all? No. Uh, yeah. it, it was later on in E3, but not no, yeah, not in the press conference on, at all. But... Yeah. It's, it's um. Like... Also, let's you know their other big hardware thing, if you could say that, uh, actually broke the day before the conference in an official press release. Yep. The Wii Motion Plus, and the game is first being bundled with, in spring 2009, mind you, mm-hmm. Wii Sports Beach Resort. So, basically they're saying, this is what the Wii Mote should have been. Yes, thank you. Mm. They're actually t- uh, talking about looking at making a way to actually get the Motion Plus into a normal Wii Mote, so that when you buy new Wii Motes, you don't need to buy an extra Motion Plus on top of it. Yeah, I, I, I heard that actually. I heard their, their thing about making a new Wiimote with that built in. Mm, that would be nice, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Motion Plus looks great, and the beach resort, uh, although I, I'm kind of angry at myself for even thinking about buying it, I'm actually going to probably end up buying it. You know, yeah. it's like, it, it really does use a good. That sword thing, when I saw him cutting those, that, that uh, you know, the pencil, I, not, yeah. not only did I think that was awesome, but I thought. Wow, I can't wait to see what a real game is like with that. Yeah, it's like, thank you. But, you know, I think the biggest disappointment is, you know, people are like, well, you know, where's the lightsaber game? Well, they've got, you know, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, lightsaber duels, whatever. It's coming later this year, but it's before Wii Motion Plus. Yeah. Why do you do that? I'm sorry, like, why do you do that? It's just silly. I hear yeah, also Nintendo's limiting who can make games for the Wii Motion Plus. Not all developers can make games with it, as far as I know. That's kind of ridiculous. Mm, that's Nintendo for you. But I agree. Like you know, it did look impressive, especially with the cutting in the the dog, dog, this dog, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah, a little a little forgettable, especially after her horrendous first thrill, might I add. Mm. Uh, and Reggie, I'm sorry, kind of looked ridiculous. 
Dude, dude you having... not make fun of the Reginator. <laughs> he, he looked uh, a little ridiculous, you know, revving his uh, little wave ride thing. Yeah. Well, the, 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 that would actually look kind of cool. When okay, I saw that, I was yeah. like, whoa, that, that, that's a lot better than throwing a damn disc to a dog. Oh, true. Yeah, by comparison. Okay, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. The disc throwing. Did anyone else just see Nintendogs? Yeah. Except- Where is Nintendogs? Don't you want to mm. pet a dog with like like throw your remote at the TV like it's a bone or something? <laughs> I suppose they're too worried that people are just going to start using the Wiimote as a stick and just whack the dogs. <laughs> yes, that'd be so awesome. You peed on the carpet, bad dog. <laughs> and this this is your dog beating rod. I can imagine the game giving us a tutorial. Peter would be all up in arms, you know, the usual. I mean, yeah. like, I don't know the. I kind of just wish that they would just announce a new version of Brawl that uses Wii Speed, <laughs> you know, has better balance, i.e. No Matter Nights, uh, you know, a few a few new characters, and, like, I don't know, I, I wish that they would re-release their games with, the com- like, re-release their competitive games with the competitive gamer in mind. That's what I want Nintendo to do, because they make good games, great games to the competitive market, but when they actively try to make it not competitive... They're they're kind of screwing themselves in the butt. Because and unfortunately, with you know the Zelda announcement, they kind of said along with it that they'll be dumbing down Zelda a little bit more to try to appeal to the casual gamer. And I mean, as it is now, um, uh, as it is now, Zelda's easy as hell, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is kind of unfortunate. Um, okay. But yeah, that's an interesting thought, you know, with the Wii Motion Plus. We, I guess we can't say for sure if it'll be backwards compatible with Brawl and, you know, saying that only well, you know, the Wii Remote Nunchuck thing that has the Shake Smash. I mean, does that get improved by the uh, the Wii Motion Plus? And probably not, but we can't say for sure. Um, uh, I mean, most the best reason I can see for any potential backwards compatibility is Wii Boxing. That thing was a great idea, but it just came out crap. Due yeah. to crappy motion controls, mm-hmm. it was pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, when they first announced the Wii Motion Plus, and they like went into that in their in their conference, um, I don't know if I was the only one, but we, both my roommate and I, we were actually in the same room at the time when we were watching it. Um, we were both yelling at the uh, at the thing. We we're like, "Oh my god, where's Punch Out?" Yes. Every time they said something, oh, and now we have, and we're like, punch out! Punch out! No. No punch out. Yeah, punch out Wii was supposed to be one of those ones that was like right along with Kid Icarus as, you know, a title that was going to be announced. And, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it in the general impressions, but it just seems like they had a completely different approach in mind when it came comes to E3, and they'll save like maybe some of their hardcore games for different, you know, different conferences, but like E3 is supposed to be their big thing, you know they always go above and beyond at E3, but it seems like they're starting to really change their mindset, but we'll get to that later, I suppose it's always interesting to see what Nintendo ends off a show with because it's always big, and they always have to have Miyamoto come out, and this year, it was almost questionable with Wii Music so they had some random Indian dude come out, flail his arms, and make the least enjoyable to listen to music ever. It sounded like shit. It did. He looked retarded. 
but I still came out thinking that. I don't think you could blame the way for that one. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you could blame the way for that one. Way for that one. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Although, okay, come on, using the Wii balance board and the Wii uh, Wii Mount nunchuck, like, like all together, I think that's kind of cool. Personally, that's the only thing I took away from that was like that's kind of cool. It was pretty nifty, yeah. But Miyamoto never looked so badass playing a saxophone or quote-unquote playing a saxophone. Yeah, I was going to be like, he's never looked more badass. What about the time he walked on the stage with the uh, with the Master Sword? That's As I was saying that, that image flashed in my mind, too. It was like, oh, no shit, eating my words. Yeah. But then again, that was like, that was a fangasm. I don't think you can compare that from past E3s to like, oh, well, this, this watered-down E3. That's right. kind of a joke. Um, I, I don't know why, I mean, but all of a sudden they've thought, hmm, E3, our entire audience is, you know, hardcore gamers who are part of the press, and everyone watching this conference are probably going to be really, really hardcore gamers, and everyone reading the news and even that knows about E3 are going to be really hardcore gamers. Oh, I know, let's make this whole conference about the casual gamer. <laughs> Because, you know, some other media sources will try to feed it to the general public, even though the general public doesn't give a crap that this expo is happening. The general public will care when they see a commercial. They'll care Mm -hmm. when they see their hardcore gamer friend or, you know, family member has that game. That's when they care. It's basically the equivalent of going to a sci-fi convention announcing Star Trek romance stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More or less, yes. I mean, I mean, do you think you know Wii Music was you know interesting, worth getting? Did you think that uh, the Super Mario Brothers remix was a terrible mockery and one of the worst moments in Nintendo history? It needs more cowbell. <laughs> and Miyamoto is on a percussion, so it needs more Miyamoto. No, Miyamoto actually was the one with the cowbell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow. Whoever was banging banging the xylophone wasn't that great with it. Couldn't get the bloody timing right. Seriously, you'd think they would practice this before they get on stage and do it. No, no, they're not going to. You'd think anyone who would work at Nintendo would know that tune off by heart. You can imagine being piped through that, their entire production line. Mm. How can you not get the timing right? Yeah, there's the one part where they were like, duh, duh, yeah, duh. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but it's not nearly as bad as like um, how they somehow transformed music games like into a non-competitive game. How they've somehow made a non-competitive genre at heart less competitive. I well, think... When they were reading through, it's like games like Guitar Hero and Rock Band. It's really hard to hit the notes, so we have removed that ability. And I just knew it was going to go downhill from there. Yeah. I was like, wow, so the game is not about playing music. The game is about waggling it at a certain speed or pressing the buttons at a certain speed. Is that honestly fun? Not unless you're imitating it, like, you know, playing that instrument and looking like a complete dumbass. But, like, I would rather actually be playing the damn instrument. And it was just... That was, that was, that was the thing, too. Like, a lot of those instruments, I'm like, huh, I already know how to play those instruments in real life without having to hold a Wii remote and look like that. Yeah. I mean, like the saxophone, like that was the instrument I picked way back in fifth grade and went through high school band, and like, 
I mean, yeah, look, it looked kind of cool. I seen like little me Miyamoto play the saxophone. We're like, I, I can do that in real life. What, what are you talking about? Well, maybe you can. But like, would you yeah. want to like look like that? You know, doing the saxophone? No. No, I know. <laughs> I don't want to look like Miyamoto doing anything. He's cool. He is cool. I mean, but, Miyamoto is a badass, but that random Indian guy, n- not so much. Ravi Drums. His last name was Drums? What? I mean, why would you, like, there's so many better names than Ravi as your first name if you're going to use Drums as your last name. <laughs> Bang like up. Sticks. <laughs> Bang yeah, bang. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, the, the sad thing about all of this, the sad thing about everything that we've said, uh, like, hating on Nintendo, the sad thing about, like, all that, we are still going to buy their games. We're probably all going to buy Wii, Wii Sports Resort. We're probably going to spend our money on Wii Music, and we might even buy Animal Crossing. And it's sad that we hate these things so much, and we're hating on Nintendo for doing this to us, but we encourage them to do it more. Yeah, and like the thing is, they're still going to you know sell like hotcakes. You know, the market as a whole is going to eat it up, and the Wii is still probably for the year going to be like the top selling console because of it. Even though, if honestly you look at the lineup of the games for the rest of the year, it looks like junk, in my opinion. Like, I oh, don't yeah. think I've seen like a less appealing collection of games. I and mean, there's one or two that stand out, maybe, but like, you've got to have something a little more appealing than that, if you ask me. It's just, it's just sad. It honestly is just sad. They, they had like, they have nothing coming out. Oh, worst thing ever is that Cami. Is like the the hardcore is critically uh, important to Nintendo, yes. and that they're all saying, "Oh, well, well, Nintendo actually said we have no idea why the why people are so upset with our conference." Yeah, because you know, Reggie even says like, "Well, we have Animal Crossing." I mean, it's Animal Crossing. Remember, you can't forget, guys. Grand GTA. Theft Auto, Chinatown Wars on Nintendo DS. And then I'm like, okay, give me a screenshot. No. Or, or talk about this new engine that you're gonna have. Like, why should I give a damn when I have no dislike for Grand Theft Auto to begin with? And you know, they could at least say if it's gonna be a top-down or you know side-on thing, like whether it's gonna be like GTA One and Two or like Three onwards. Yeah, I mean, I can't get excited for GTA DS. I'm sorry. I agree. And it's like, are you gonna look as stupid trying to hijack cars as you are strumming the guitar on Guitar Hero? Watch I mean, you not be able to like watch hookers not even be there. Nintendo will be like, no. Instead of hookers, you will go. The, you'll pick up giant teddy bears and you'll hug them. That that's that's what you'll do. And your car will stop bumping with like little hearts. And, and your, your love meter will increase. Yeah. And then then you can I mean, start, if that you know, hmm? they won't, and it won't it won't be like get the car and be like, sir, please get out of your car. Well, okay, I'll I'll oblige to that. Seriously, and you'll so, be like forced to I'm just bothering this car for a moment. Oh, I'm sorry, did I hit you? Are you okay? I shall call you an ambulance. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone's wearing a top hat and have a monocle. There we British go. That, that is, right there is Chinatown Wars in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll save you the uh, 35 bucks or whatever, because we just summed up the game. I mean, Seriously. if Nintendo wasn't so limiting or whatever, they could have brilliant fun with the whole... Um, you know, Activision, the Guitar Heroes 
trigger thingies that were on the DS one, couple that with hookers, and I'll say no more. <laughs> um, by the way, let, let's let's also point out that Nintendo has apologized for E three. Oh, you guys didn't know that? Did not know that. The president Satoru Iwata has uh, officially apologized for their casual focused E3 showing. His actual quote is that if there's any perception that Nintendo is ignoring the core gamers, it's a misunderstanding and we really want to get rid of that misunderstanding by any means. Uh, We're sorry about the E3 media briefings, specifically for those who are expecting to see Nintendo show something about Super Mario or Legend of Zelda. However, the fact of the matter is the so-called big titles need a long, long development period. We really didn't think this year's E3 media briefing was the time to do so. Uh, and I cannot, by any means, take that at face value. I'm sorry. Yeah. Any media briefing is the time to announce a new game. Absolutely. It, it might be reactionary. And, you know, for, you know, just watching Sony's conference, and, you know, God of War 3 is still a ways away, and they had a trailer that couldn't be any vaguer. Would would you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the trailer could not be any vaguer. Like, they had, you know, basically some, you know, mountain shots or whatever, and a voiceover, and then they had a line from Kratos at the end. Like, no gameplay at all. I mean, they could have done that easily for, you know, Mario or Zelda, and just to say that it was in development. Or Pikmin, you know, don't have, like, Miyamoto just say briefly, it's like, and I'll say it now, we're making Pikmin 3. Like, really just, you know, after the conference, like, have something small like that instead of say like, well we we are hardcore. We've got Animal Crossing and we've got <laughs> GTA DS, <sighs> and you know then also a spore which is basically just a stripped down creature creator. Mm-hmm. I know you want to go off on that, Nick. Oh God, I mean the creature creator is awesome. It's a brilliant game in its own right, but it should not actually be released on the console at full price in its own right. I mean, I'm happy to pay 10, 20 bucks for the creature creator as it was because it's it's really awesome and I'm still using it even now. But I'm not going to pay 100 bucks for it on Wii. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very sure. I mean, you know, it's it's just sad that Nintendo, even taking their core titles nowadays, Mario, Zelda, whatnot, they make them easier. Brawl, even brawls are hardcore title. That's they're trying to make their hardcore titles and expand the audience for them. All of them, right? Mm-hmm. They are not targeting us anymore. They're ignoring what we want. We wanted a ranking system, a ladder system for uh, brawls online. No, we wanted you know so many things for brawl as competitive core gamers. We got nothing. We got a you know and and for for what is it, Mario Kart, the choices they made in the development explicitly show that they are trying to take away the gap between uh, you know advanced players and beginner and beginners mm-hmm. I mean it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't just turn around and give that all to Mario Kart what the it's got leaderboards yeah. it's got rankings yeah seriously they're like oh what more do you want that uh, in brawl is what we want exactly, exactly. just plain sad and you, you just compare the online period, like the entire online experience, you compare Nintendo to either Microsoft or Sony, and it's it's really no question. I mean, for just general impressions to try to wrap things up before, oh gosh, all the Nintendo fanboys will be upset at us. I mean, 
it was a very disappointing conference, but you know, it depends on your point of view. If you are the soccer mom or the really casual gamer who just happened to be stopping by or just read the general, you know, briefing of it or whatever in whatever entertainment magazine might happen to show a little blurb of it, yeah, then it was probably the show for you. But otherwise, it was a little disappointing. We had to get our hardcore fix elsewhere. Uh, oh, by the way, one last thing. Wario Land, what do you guys think? I haven't seen a lot of it, but, you know, I've, I've played uh, maybe, like, the GBA Wario games. And, you know, it's it's a fun franchise, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see it develop for the Wii. I mean, not something that I'll be particularly looking forward to. I mean, I know you're a big, you know, Wario fan. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment on it because yeah. I don't want to be too excited for a game that will end up being... Um, just trying to use the Wiimote and failing at it horribly, you know. To me, it looks pretty good, but the only problem I've got is the fact that they feel the need to... Con- I mean, this isn't just before, this is most games as well. The constant need to have shake it or move it or yeah. anything like that in any game title that if it uses the Wiimote. Yeah. We get it, we use the Wiimote. Call it WarioWare... WarioWare Wii, do that. Yeah. It's almost like you know having 64 on the end of all the 64 titles. It's like yes, we know yeah. what consoles for. Mm-hmm. But um, it was the way the game looked too bad. But I am hoping though, unless it's like really extensive, that it doesn't. I mean, from what I've seen of it, it looks like it would make a good WiiWare purchase. Possibly, but if it was for nothing, WiiWare, but it's not. Yeah, nothing there particularly stands out. So I'm just hoping it's not a full price title because again, that's not worth 100 bucks. Yeah. It'd be probably be a really awesome game, but yeah, it looks just like an overglorified DS game to me so far. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, people, other reviews will be like, you know, oh, this is actually really good, and they they made some nice choices and stuff. Uh, I doubt it because Nintendo is Nintendo, uh, and putting our faith in them has been a mistake in the past. Um, but I, I still I still want to, you know, part of me still wants to do that, you know, still wants to trust them. Mm-hmm. You want to get to the mail time questions now, guys? Mail time. That sounds like it's mail time. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Let's do it. Let's just get through them. Uh, Let's see. First one comes from Deception. It's an E3-related question. It says, now that the event is over... Which games at E3 excited you the most? Hmm. There were games at E3. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all tech demos. Yeah. Really from any console, I guess. Mag, I think. Mag was very impressive. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know about it. And so why don't you elaborate on that? 256 players in one world... Uh, it goes all the way down to eight player squadrons who are you know have a leader, and the better you get, there's like character progression just like in, uh, in Call of Duty 4 online. Um, they have like um, you know as you get better, um, you'll get like 
promotions actually uh, and the battles actually le led by players too uh, there are multiple fronts where the battles going on uh, and it just seems like a like an MMO kind of PvP kind of thing mixed with like an FPS mixed a third person shooter uh, and overall it sounds we don't know about looks we don't know about you know what it's actually going to be like but it sounds fucking incredible um, and that to me was the only new game um, that was announced um, that really kind of made me think like you know I I'm, I'm looking forward to this like this is something new this is what I was looking for in E3 mm -hmm. and of course it's for the Playstation 3 of course yeah it, it is exclusive for Playstation 3 um, I don't really care about exclusive exclusivity anymore I've kind of outgrown the whole um, like one console fanboy thing actually I never think I don't think I was ever part of it. I'm now part of the uh, Smash fanboy thing, um, which is go. completely yeah. different, of course. What about you, Mick? What games um, caught your interest or tickled your fancy, if you will? Yes. Um, well, I have to admit, I did like Animal Crossing, but I've always liked the Animal Crossings previously, and I've been a fan of some of the Sim games and stuff, so... But, well, hold on. Animal I don't know. Crossing is the same thing, but with just... You can go to the city now. It looks it looks the same too. It, the graphics yeah. are the same thing. <laughs> well, it does. It looks a bit better than the um, GameCube one. Admittedly, not by a huge amount, but I don't know. I've just been a fan of Animal Crossing, and yeah, it's like Smash Bros. If they came out with a Smash Bros. that looked like that, I'd probably still buy it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just really like Animal Crossing, so that's that's me. That's my floor. Um, but the other game I saw that looked really good, which I'd heard of previously, was uh, Left for Dead. Oh yeah, it's yeah. left dead, and it's actually a PC game, which I you hear very little of PC games these days from E3. Um, basically, there's four people: General Joe's. There's like a biker, an old guy, some girl, and some <laughs> other guy, probably black. Um, probably like, yeah, you're basically it. playing through. Um, oh, my head is useless today. It's like a uh, horror movie. You're going from one area through a number of small safe zones to get to the big safe zone, which is the exit. Um, and it's got its own special director AI, which tells it when you need, you know, dramatic moments of huge hordes, when you need that quiet, uneasy pause between the big encounter, when you need that, you know, the occasional just couple charging at you, time to breathe, things like that. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And it's got things like, you know, it, if there's more people than before, then you've got people who play as the zombies. Um, you've got the zombies can see through walls and stuff when you play as them, so you can see tactical advantage. Um, you know, AI, when you look at a monster, your character will yell out, hey, monster over on the north side, or hey, I'm reloading. And just general things like that, it looks really awesome. Yeah. Interesting. It's been looking really nice um, for a while now. Uh, I, I've had my eye on it. It's another one of the things where I, I think can either kind of take off and do really well, or kind of stagnate and uh, end up being released as a could have been awesome but isn't. Uh, but I, I have faith, actually. I personally believe that it's going to end up um, taking all that hype uh, and blowing it up and saying, yeah, we're actually better than what we thought. Yeah. The only downside I can really see with it, though, is it's only going to launch with four different maps, but with the okay. whole variety of choices and stuff, it's be still pretty good, but yeah. it's still four maps. So they'll probably release more again, like with um, Team Fortress. I kind of, I kind of hope that um, that they take that 
companies would stop doing that. Stop releasing their games like with less content than what players want. Release with a good amount of content, and then add more over time. Don't release with like half of the content, and then you know two months down the line, you can download new maps because I'll be bored by your game by then. You know. Mm. I don't know. It's true. Yeah, there's one game that really, really impressed me, and you know during Nintendo's press conference, they said it's like. Well, we you know we love what Guitar Hero has done. Guitar Hero Three is sold great on the Wii, and there's Guitar Hero DS. Well, you kind of forgot that the game coming later this year for the Wii is Guitar Hero World Tour, and it's adopting you know the Rock Band formula. And I'm also you know a big fan of Rock Band. You know, played you know a lot of Rock Band at college over the past year, and I mean great 360 title Rock Band Two is looking really nice, having a lot of improvements and you know great downloadable content stuff, but when it comes to the Wii, obviously Rock Band got majorly shafted. And we talked about that a couple episodes ago where they lost online and there's hardly any downloadable content, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But At least did, you've bought it. We don't even have a release date for it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, Guitar Hero World Tour for the Nintendo Wii will be the first game to officially support downloadable content as using the SD card as storage. Fantastic idea to begin with. I mean... Just for any Wii owner, really, to begin with. Um, also, you know, just using, you know, the four instruments, you know, brand new guitars, drum kit that looks majorly improved with actually cymbals uh, elevated over the top and uh, velocity-sensitive drum heads, you know, also singing as well. But where this game really will shine, and it's it's just like Little Big Planet when it comes to user-created content. This game has a uh, you know custom song creator. And, you know, if you look on, like, game trailers or IGN or whatever, and you see Activision demoed, you know, Guitar Hero World Tour at their little conference outside of, you know, the major conferences. And, you know, just, like, the demo of the song creator to begin with looks amazing. Like, you can go, quote-unquote, in the studio and record all these different things. And then, after the fact, you can, like, go and uh, edit, basically, like, a MIDI editor, really. And, you know, put, like, on all these touches that you want and, you know, make it, like, your own Guitar Hero song with, like, tabs and all. And then you can go online, upload a maximum of five of them, and if your songs get rated really well, then you can upload more. But then you can download whatever songs that you want you can find online. You know, save that to your SD card and play them. And that's, you know, when it comes to, like, the downloadable content. Also, they'd be releasing, you know, new content, just like they do with Rock Band every week. You know, like, they announced that, like, Metallica's next album or whatever, not that I'm a big Metallica fan at all, but, like, their next album will simultaneously be released as downloadable content as well as, you know, their album release. And for just Guitar Hero fans in general, it's looking like a great title. And it has all these features on the 360, but a lot of them, a lot of the really important ones carry over to the Wii. And that's probably what's the most impressive about it. It's really the only game I'm looking forward to and probably will get you know, through the end of this calendar year. Yeah, you seem to like that a lot. I do. I, yeah. I, I can rant when the, the time comes. Well, it's good that they have something to rant on. I mean, I'm, I've, I don't want to say it because it sounds weird, but I, I've pretty much kind of outgrown the uh, Guitar Hero thing. I, I just, I don't know, maybe it's just because the, like, like, one after another, rhythm game after rhythm game after rhythm game, I'm kind of like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm a little tired of rhythm games right now. So, mm-hmm. Guitar Hero to me is kind of like, eh, I'm not going to bother anymore. 
Yeah, but I'm I'm personally big with like you know creating the music, and I think right. that's really where it appeals to me. Like, I mean, you could do your own remixes on like whatever song you like. If you wanted to do a sweet remix of Gerudo Valley from Ocarina of Time, bam, just <laughs> get it out there. And really, like anything. I, I think honestly, its, it's success will be determined by how easy it is. If it's too hard for people, true. like normal people, to do, then it's not going to take off. It's not going to do nearly as well as I thought. But if if it's user friendly uh, and easy to do and, and easy to implement and whatnot, um, then you know what? Uh, it it could just open new doors. You know, it's true. I want to know what sort of stuff they got to stop people from other than using copyrighted songs to just you know instead right. of getting the download content, just making the download content themselves. Because oh, yeah, exactly. like, okay, I can download this song. Look it up on GameFAQs. Okay, that's the codes, you know, the number streams for it. Okay, I've just made it myself. Yeah. And there are definitely yeah. possibilities in that, too. You know, when do you want to read the next mail time question? Oh, uh, sure. Let me check it out. We have um, Darker Eye, who asks, Sonic and the Black Knight was just revealed by Nintendo Power. Personally, <laughs> it looks a lot like Shadow of the Hedgehog to me. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Mick. You can start this one. Sonic and the Black fail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, enough with shoving Sonic in everything. I mean, last time, sh- what happened with Billy the Hatcher? That was a pretty decent mm-hmm. game from what I understand. And it had an original character in it. And ever since then, I don't think they've ever done anything, Sega's done anything that doesn't involve Sonic. Not, e- not even they had the uh, Sega Tennis. And it still had Sonic and a bunch of others in it. Yeah, it did. I mean, like, the new I, at this Mario. point in time, I kind of wish that they would stop using Sonic. The, you know what? They can make a spinoff. I would not be opposed to this uh, this game if it was, like, Knuckles and the Black Knight. If it was, like, <laughs> if it was literally, yeah, of course, of course not Knuckles. If it was, like, Tails and Black Knight. You know, just, like, another character. I don't want to see Sonic the freaking Hedgehog slashing a sword and doing that shit. He doesn't belong. He doesn't, no, he doesn't do that. Uh, I remember on the boards there was some debate over whether or not, like, you know, Sonic can change genres and stuff, uh, you know, well. And you know what? Yeah, go ahead and change genre of, of a, a well-known game. Mario RPG did it, and Sonic's going to do it with Dark Brotherhood, um, and I'm looking forward to that. But this isn't this it isn't a different genre. It's the same genre. So it's like... <sighs> stop it. Just, just stop it. Please. <laughs> The sad thing is, it looks like it's just like a series of games, and like this, the, the secret rings, and it's you know now going back to medieval times. Yeah. And it like they call like you know the stories, the story. whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh. Book series. Oh, it's 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 not good. I mean, Sonic and the Secret Rings. I mean, don't get me wrong. For like a Sonic Wii game, the graphics look good, and you know, but the gameplay is is just bad. I mean, you cannot have any Wii game, and this is my opinion, don't hold me, you know, live, accountable, whatever. But, like, the sideways Wii remote has never and will never work as a decent controller. And and that was the case with the Secret Rings. You did not have any flexibility at all because, as, you know, Mick had pointed out and Shomiyunu said, it's a rail system. Like, you do not have any choice of where to go. Like, you just have to, you know, work on jumping, which... The jumping system in Secret Rings is B-A-D, bad, might I say. Um, and then, you know, thrust the remote for a homing attack. It 
didn't work well. I mean, they had also, you know, a really cliche and overused story. So not really looking forward to this, and it'll be interesting to see the kind of news that we get over time, of course, because, you know, we, we, we love Sonic, unfortunately, because he there was so many good games in, you know, Genesis era, but why? What, like, what has it turned into? Yeah. Um... I don't know, like, I, I kind of am looking forward to it, technically, only because, like, I want a good game for the Wii, which seems like a, like an oxymoron by now, uh, with the exception of a few, uh, most games that come out for the Wii are kind of like, wow, this, this could have been a lot better, kind of thing, so, I don't know, like, I, I, I want to withhold judgment, but, but I can't withhold my gag reflex every time I think about Sonic with a sword, <laughs> but then, it's okay, because then I think about uh, Knuckles with double wielding giant sword and I'm like dude I need this game now please I mean I would just love to see a game if it was just Tails and Knuckles Sonic's being hoard out to the max Shadow's Shadow and as far as I'm aware the rest of them all suck mm-hmm. I mean give us a Tails and Knuckles game that would be awesome that would be awesome I mean I don't know why they've dropped Knuckles it seems like Shadow is like their new cash cow and Shadow is don't get me started on Shadow. But, like, they just forgot about Knuckles. They forgot Knuckles is even there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, remember that guy everyone used to think was, like, the coolest guy ever? Uh, and a lot of people still do? Yeah, we don't care about him. And part of the reason Knuckles was so great was that he could do things that Sonic couldn't. Mm-hmm. Whereas what Shadow does. Oh, wait, it's the same thing as Sonic. That's he very, can spin in a ball, point. he can do spamming attacks, he can go fast. That's a, that's a really good point. I never thought yeah. about it that way. That makes sense. At, at least they're not hyping Silver. But I think yeah. we'd also be grateful. Uh, yeah. Too. Why was Silver in Brawl? Yeah. At all. Why, why was Silver invented? I think it's worth saying when I would much rather have Big the Cat have been in Brawl than Silver. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> I actually have to agree. I ex- you know, I would have expected like you know, a- Amy is another uh, addition that I didn't really mind. She was kind of cool. Uh, Cream, I was kind of drawing the limit at Cream. I'm like, all right, I'll accept Cream, but that's that's really pushing it. You're really trying hard for me to accept Cream. And everything. The chow that she hangs cream. along with has got to go, though. Yeah, what the hell are the chows? They're like, yeah, we're gonna introduce <laughs> the the least interesting thing in the world to you guys, and we're gonna call them chows. Uh. They weren't okay. too bad. They added a bit of uh, you know extra stuff, mini games, bit of replay value, but. But why yeah, in, in a Sonic game? Why not? <laughs> I mean, it makes much sense as, you know, I don't know, Sonic wielding a sword. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> and you know what? It, it's sad, but it's going to guarantee this game is going to be bad because it's being made by the Sonic team. Yeah. And they'll use the four kids' voice actors, which is another reason why Sonic is awesome because... He's voiced by Dan Green, a voice actor extraordinaire. I don't know why, but I just kind of wanted to say, like, if they have, honestly, if they have voice acting in the game, then I better be seeing him, like, in a cutscene going, like, you're too slow, and just, like, doing a slash. (laughs) I need that. Cut you. (laughs) Yeah, you're too slow, just cut your arm off. Hey guys, step it up. Come on, step it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I'm going to read the the next email time. Hmm? The next email time question. 
Do you want me to do it? I got it. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Uh, Z-Man... Uh, 108.94, or 10.894, or whatever. Um, if you could switch lives with one person for one day, who would it be? Hmm. I think I might have to switch lives with uh, Reggie Fizeme, because then I would actually announce stuff that people would care about. And then it'd be like, oh, we love you, Reggie. The Reginator, even more. And then, you know, I wouldn't have let uh, Cammy beat me in that second sword fight, because, man, he just got pushed over after owning her the first time. He, he clearly didn't do it. If you were watching, actually watching him during that part, not what he was up to, he was just pretty much standing there. He let her win. Yeah, it was just being defensive. Which I like actually, you know, just getting back into that quick. I, I, I like that you know, they could actually be defensive instead of just like, with, with you know, boxing, they tried to have it be defensive, kind of. But if you were just like flailing your arms, you could win, like all the time. And defense wasn't really a part of it. Yeah. Um, as for me, I would probably say I would switch lives with. Someone who would know who they want to switch lives with. <laughs> it's, it's a really um, difficult question. Yeah, I don't know. Because, um, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm pretty happy with the way things are with me at the moment. Toot your horn. I would probably want to switch lives with someone like 20 years in the future. That's probably cheating the question. So someone in America? <laughs> Just that way then, you know, new things and things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. always hated that question. I mean, like, hell, I would just go with the easy answer in sales, which is, you know, lives with Bill Gates and send all his money to me. <laughs> that just seems like the easy uh, easy way out of that question. The next day, once wise poor. <laughs> you just want to you know, wire some money to your bank account. Well, dude, he's giving away most of his uh, his was it um, fortune to charity? You know, his kids are only getting two percent of his of his fortune. Should give it to college kids because uh, we need the money. I'm pretty sure starving kids in Africa need it a little bit more. Just a tiny. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I've figured out who I want to switch with. Uh, Gabe from Penny Arcade. Ah, nice. Mm. I wouldn't because then yeah, you'd have a lot of like. They're definitely not broke. They've got stacks of gaming systems. They make their own game. And he can actually draw, whereas I can't. <laughs> yeah. By the way, did you guys like that game? I thought it was a lot of fun. It was brilliant. Right, I mean, what other game can you beat up a barbershop quartet? Seriously. And the fact that they had a barbershop quartet, it was just like, wow. Didn't get to play it, but I'll take your word for it. Well, if you want. Um when you move in the apartment next to uh, next month oh jeez actually <laughs> yeah I have, a, I have a computer so you can if you want you can play it on it's really short so you wouldn't be hogging the computer or anything yeah hmm. I'll take a take a peek at it then yeah you probably won't but, definitely yeah. would yeah. for our last question uh, the Dobaga and Will the Beast over at McLeod Gaming we've had them on the show before to ask them all time question they work on Super Smash Flash 2 Right. And, you know, they are apparently back with some more questions. You know, last time it was about their gameplay, and this time it's about their choice of characters. Yeah, and I've actually been uh, been looking through it and uh, made a couple de- decisions. So, well, you want to play that audio file? 
Oh yeah, that's 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 what I was looking for. I was like, what was it? What was I gonna? I was gonna do something here, and what was it? All right, here you go. Hi, I'm Will the Beast, and I'm Dadabaga. and we're back to ask more questions about Super Smash Flash Two. That's right. We're once again here to bother you. The four this time. Yep. Well, so our first question is, what are your feelings towards our idea of expansion? Do you think we'll be able to pull it off? And if you've seen any that are being worked on or done, which ones are you looking forward to? The second question is, what are your feelings towards our fan characters, Spike Man, Azrael, Blade, and Blue? What are your feelings towards our character choices overall? If you could replace one character, who would it be and who would you replace him slash her with? Alright, thank. Thank you very much. Um, we'll see you guys later. Bye, Yoko. Bye, Samurai Panda. And bye, Mick. Oh, also, be sure to check out the Splash Rundown, hosted by, well, us, on thepodgaming.com. That's right, we stole your idea, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I guess we'll see you later. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm going to assume that the current character list is coming from their Smash Flash dojo. Yeah. From the character section. Um, so looking at that, they have you know a lot of newcomers and some veteran fighters. And so you want to explain expansion. what the expansion is? Yeah, I'll explain the expansion fighters. Um, they claim that you know the character is not really in Super Smash Flash 2, at least not at launch. But you'll be able to import the character down the line once they're complete. It's sort of like if you played Mugen, which is you know like a, a PC fighter kind of thing where you can import different characters based on like the data. So like you can, you know, import them later down the road, but they won't be readily available at the beginning. The, the expansion characters they got Sephiroth, Roy, eight bit Mario, and Ike. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the first question is, you know, what's your opinion of them? Are you excited for any of them? And I mean I think it's it's a really nice idea because, you know, obviously we know full well, you know, modern the broadboards that people Love the idea of downloadable content that might possibly uh, feature brawl characters, so it's a really nice idea. Am I excited for any of them? Um, you know, a little bit disappointed that you know Roy didn't make it back in brawl. I liked playing as him in melee, so Roy seems kind of cool. It'll be interesting to see how Sephiroth uh, makes his way into Super Smash Flash too. But you know, Ike is in brawl, and you know, 8-bit Mario is almost kind of like a take on Game Watch, Game Watch sort of. But what do you guys think? I think it's interesting. I, I think it's a great idea, um, and definitely uh, possible. I think as much as possible, uh, the focus should be on the gameplay and about the engine right now, um, because characters are just those sprites and move sets, and then like properties as move sets. But if you iron out a great uh, engine, it doesn't matter how many characters you have at first, because it's an online thing, it's an ongoing project, so you can add characters over time. So I think expansion fighters would uh, really open up the doors, um, and so they can just have more time to focus on what truly is most important, which is the actual game itself. Uh, and then later they can focus on more characters, which is what, of course, people will end up wanting. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a great, good idea. Um, I've played the original Smash Flash a few times. It's pretty good. Um, I didn't get too into it as well as the guy I was playing it with, but it's still a pretty um, good game. Um, especially like how they've uh, 
you know, brought in other characters like Naruto and something Bleach. Um, and they've actually used sprites from um, uh, Jump Superstars, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, idea of the, the expansion for fighters, um, I think it's pretty good. I mean, I know it's pretty much what a lot of people wanted from Brawl, the ability to get other characters later. Um, but yeah, it, that way then if there are any gaps you can fill in, so you know, there's too many melee fighters, you can add a couple of projectiles, too many projectiles, add some melee, too many of both, add in mysterious third type. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it does make sense though, because um, what you were saying earlier about the game engine, I did play, there was a few niggling things that bugged me with the first one, but the second one, if they've improved that, then mm-hmm. definitely pretty good, I'd say. What do you think about like the fan characters, you know? Characters that were like submitted by you know fans of the game, they don't really belong to any video game, but you know they've created move sets for them. Do you think that's that's a good idea? Um, I don't know. Um, I mean it can be good, um, but on the other hand, it can also be bad. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, you know, if Joe Random comes up and makes a really awesome character, then that's that's cool. It's a really awesome character. But you know, even if it's you know something like uh, Shigeru comes and gives you a character and it's complete pile of crap well it's still a crap character mm-hmm. I mean I, I, I kind of agree it's uh, like you, you have a whole bevy of characters that you can choose from I mean just go and look at own, any uh, you know forum that was talking about Smash before the game came out and you will find hundreds of support threads for different characters obscure characters that would actually work really well uh, and entire movesets made for those characters that are, are really interesting um, so like and, and they have backstories, they're characters people recognize, um, and you know honestly it's like fan-made characters you don't really feel towards them, um, you know, you don't know who they really are, and I don't know, it's there's a mixed bag. Yeah, like I would go with fan-created characters in the sense that like they can... <laughs> that was me hitting my mic, <laughs> uh, in the sense that they they make. Um, the characters like into sprites and stuff, but I wouldn't so much go for fan-made like actual characters themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you have any of them, maybe just one, and have that be a special character. I mean, I don't know about or whatever here on the characters page of the Smash Flash Dojo. The only one that we see here is Azrael, the guy with the scythe. I mean, it's an interesting weapon, um, but otherwise, you know, it's it's more like mostly focused on the weapon, it seems here. I mean, if, I think if you're gonna have you know one fan made character, maybe just have one, because if you have like four or really any more, it's just overboard. And you know, you're focusing on Smash, which is you know famous for having like you know video game characters. And yeah. I know like there are some that are stretches with like, you know going to anime or whatever. But to have you know multiple characters that you'd be like, oh, well, who's this guy? Oh, you know, some some random guy made it. Think maybe have one at the most. Um, when it comes to the character choices overall, I mean, it looks like a good collection. I mean, I guess you know there's probably still more to come because I'm not seeing Knuckles on this he, list. He is in the uh, playable demo, of course. <laughs> so right. he, he's there. Don't worry. Um, so I mean, it looks like a good list. Uh, if I would take out anyone and who would I replace it with? Hmm. I mean, that's that's a really good question. It might be Renji, and you know, I like you know, Bleach is one of my favorite anime at the moment. But I mean, Renji might be a little over the top. It's it's good to have Ichigo, but like, 
it's almost like saying that you know you have Goku and then you put in Piccolo. I mean, he fights differently, but you know from the same franchise. It's eh. um, who would I put in? I've always liked the prospect of Midna Wolf Link. I mean, that's an interesting character possibility, and it'd be you know different animations and you know sprite possibilities, and you know certainly a unique move set that would be really quite interesting. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, as for character I take out, Shadow. I hate Shadow with a passion. Everything about him, even the way he looks. Replace him with anything else. <laughs> but uh, but seriously, uh, uh, I, I think I would actually like. I mean, what, where I need some more One Piece representation. We need some Luffy yeah. in the house and Zoro. Um, you know, if you're gonna put an anime at all, if I were make, making the game, I would personally not include any anime because that's adding way too much. I would just focus on the video games because anime plus video games, you're start, start getting requests for like all sorts of series like you know Hunter x Hunter all of a sudden and then you're gonna someone else is gonna want like um like what is it Ichigo 100% and you'll be like uh well no and you'll, you'll be disappointing people left and right uh if you have to you know keep saying no to these random anime things cause I think there's too much choice alone as it is in video games uh and then adding anime into the phrase kinda like opening Pandora's box you don't know you don't even wanna do that um, but if you have to, then you have to put in One Piece. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a ne- it's necessary, which I'm sure they're gonna do. Um, I'd probably uh, join the whole uh, take out second banana sort of thing. Um, I'm not a huge. I mean, Naruto. I like Naruto, but I'm not a huge fan of Sasuke, so I'd probably go to Naruto <laughs> him. Um. But as to who would replace, um, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking towards something like, um, uh, the mental blank. Um, oh, the guy, um, I can't remember his name, but the guy from Golden Sun. Isaac? Yeah, Isaac. Oh, yeah. Is he the main character? Yeah. I mean, um, not necessarily because, you know, it's yet again another sword, fi- sword guy in a sword fighting game. But um, just the fact that he's have you know all the magics and stuff as well to go with it, so it wouldn't be purely sword, but you know have the additional stuff to go with it, shake it up a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think also uh, crystal, of course, would have oh, to be yeah. included. The, the yeah. people who everyone wanted for brawl that never made it, you know. Yeah, crystal was a major snub in brawl, and I think you gotta yeah. maybe recognize that. Um, yeah, but, you know, really, guys, keep up the great work. We'll yeah. really be looking forward to it, and uh, we'd love to get more of your opinions on stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you guys got a good project going, and with the whole, like, you know, um, expansion fighters, you, you now, like, have the ability just to focus on the game itself and improve the game, the physics, the engine, uh, the way it works, the controls, and everything like that. And if you can get that stuff down then you can add as many characters in whatever uh, genre, whatever type of entertainment that you want, and you'll have a hit on your hands. So just keep working at it, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah, and uh, you know it would be sweet if there was a, uh, the, a Yoko Samurai Panda duo character called <laughs> the Ice Climbers. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome, too. I won't lie. Uh, only and, if you uh, press down B to switch between us. Oh yeah, switch between the two characters, you know, to just uh, suit between the needs, you know, more uh, 
and hand fighter versus a, a katana and uh yeah. music on our home stage come on chapa chapa we need chapa chapa yes. in this game of course <laughs> no you'd, you'd have a guitar wouldn't you not hand to hand you'd like beat people with and the i'd be like you know bashing people with a guitar or like you know notes coming from the guitar would like blow people off the stage mm-hmm. that'd be sweet <laughs> or like my voice would be like oh yes that, that's that's your final smash oh. your final smash is final chapa smash. chapa like the, the entire song plays <laughs> the longest final Oregon smash just, ever Oregon just, just to like go back a, oh go ahead sorry no. there you go right. I was just gonna say like you know that'd be like just like stage music whatever but yeah, yeah. think about it think, think about that character possibility that's, that's an interesting character yeah and of course, just as what you were saying then about the voice, um, I've changed my character. I'm bringing Phoenix right instead. Oh, oh! I mean, seriously, oh, there should have been some representation for him in Brawl. It's just too awesome is, not to. That is good. Uh, my hat's off to you. I, I would agree. Mm. I oh, and, and Leon, Leon Kennedy, uh, Resident Evil Four. That'd be kind of cool. Mm. He's got a gun. Mm. It's kind of kind of interesting. He throws zombie pe- pieces at yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, you know, get the whole gun thing going because, you know, Nintendo is going to shy away from that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, really, just keep up the great work and we'll be looking forward to it. And, uh, really, to cap off the show, I think we got a little segment that uh, Samurai Panda decided to come up with, and it's really, really a great idea. And we're calling it, what are we calling it? Uh, I don't know, but uh, your name is kind of interesting Panda's Tips for Better Awesomeness. That's good. Panda's tips for better awesomeness. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, basically, here's the thing. Uh, I am in the beginning of the show. I mentioned that I've been really into Smash recently, uh, and I know a lot of people are, are into Smash. I know a lot of people want to get good at Smash. They want to get competitively, you know, get good in a, in a competition, and whatnot. Uh, and they want to start placing well at tournaments and stuff like that. And I see a lot of threads on, you know, how can I become a, a competitive player from casual player, casual player or whatnot. Uh, and you know what? I did it. I actually went from a, a kind of casual player to a competitive player. So uh, I figure at the end of, of the show, I'll just give a little, um, like, the story a little bit, uh, a little pieces at a time. Uh, and explain to you basically how I got to where I was and where I'm going from now. Um, and, well, I was in Melee, I was not very good. Uh, I, of course, I was the best among my friends. Whenever I met someone, they couldn't beat me. They, couldn't ba- they could barely touch me. I mean Gandorf in Melee. Um, and I just tore everyone that fought me apart. Uh, I used to play with items. We eventually turned those off because they annoyed the hell out of us even before we knew what tournaments were. Um... I would play a lot of teams and stuff like that, and I, I, I had a really good Gandorf for uh, the non-competitive scene. And I thought I was, you know, I thought I was the shit, you know, I thought I was really, really good, and I thought I could probably take, you know, a good place at a, at a tournament. Uh, I could L-cancel and stuff like that, but I didn't know about wave dashing. Not until much later. And uh, I couldn't do it at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, I know, gasp. So, of course, I, I went to um, two Melee tournaments um, in recent memory. Um, like, two years before um, Brawl came out was one of, the, one of the times. I went and I actually placed, uh, like, fourth or fifth in singles, and I got uh, second in doubles, which is pretty good, considering I couldn't uh, wave dash. Um, and I, I, I thought it was uh, really interesting, because you don't need to wave dash. You just need to read people who are wave dashing. So, as long as you can do that, you're pretty much set. 
uh, and I could to some extent, although it wasn't really that great. Then I went to the UMB. Um, when I, I sent um, this guy a PM, this random guy, I was like, hey, uh, do you want me on your podcast? We can kind of make a roundtable thing. Um, and so this guy, uh, I think his name was, uh, what was it, was it uh, Yoko or something? No, oh, no, no, it was white. It was Lamo. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and yeah, so he, he told me about these uh, UMBs, U, uh, University of Michigan Biweeklies, uh, which were Melee tournaments held every two weeks. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'm a big fan of Melee. I was like, holy shit, uh, that, that's awesome. So I went to the UMB to meet Yoko uh, and uh, make some arrangements as to how this podcast thing would work. Uh, and I got my ass handed to me. Uh, just my luck, I got to fight, fight Anther, who was the best Pikachu in the world. At, even in Melee, he was the best Pikachu in the world. Uh, and he destroyed me. I, I played him in doubles, and I was like, dude, I could totally take this Pikachu. He uses Pikachu, of all things. <laughs> it's Pikachu. Yeah, didn't quite work out like that. He he four-stalked me, of course, both times. Uh, and I didn't make any... I didn't win even a single game in my matches. Um, they were much, much better than me. And I was completely destroyed. I was not nearly at their level. I, I couldn't even imagine getting to level melee. Um, and I, I decided a, a long time ago that I was going to focus a lot uh, on Brawl. So, of course, I, I read up on the dojo. I, I know a lot about the game right now, even. I, I spent a lot of time researching the game, discovering things about the game, spending my time playing the game, uh, and you know, going and doing the podcast and whatnot really increased, you know, how much I knew about it. The game came out, and I didn't know who I wanted to main. I mained random for weeks. Uh, I think it was like three or four weeks before I, before I made even a single decision on who to main. Uh, in the meantime, I had a friend that was playing with me uh, a long time. Um, all the time we were playing together. I met um, Vaseth, my current roommate, because he had Brawl um, early like a month early because he came out in Japan and he, had, he has a Japanese Wii. Yeah. Uh, so he got it set up actually in a local video game store and he was like, you know, come over, people play it. Uh, I went over, played it. Then uh, Yoko proceeded to tell him that we had a podcast and whatnot and he was like, oh, seriously? Uh, uh, you know, let me take it over to your dorm room and we can play after this. So, Those were um, good times. Those were good Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, two, two or three times. It was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, and I, I was able to meet Faceth and, and make friends with him, and he, uh, he knew everyone pretty much already. Uh, and I got to play Brawl, which was awesome. Uh, and from there, uh, the UMBs started again with Brawl, and uh, I had decided by then that I would use Snake. Of course, uh, Snake at the time was not top tier. He was not like crazy good at all. People weren't really that great. Um, and... I remember going to the tournament. I had an okay snake at best. I, I really didn't know how to use any of his B moves. I, I only liked his aerial moves, and I wasn't that great with using them either. So needless to say, I was not a, a very good snake. There was another guy that was using snake too. And, and trust me, this is after a long, long time of, uh, of considering what to do, what, who to main. Uh, and even when I was using snake in tournaments, it was only because I was best with snake, not because I liked him the best at the time. Uh, and there was another guy called, Ant his name was Anti. He used Snake too. So I went to the MBs, and 
uh, I remember Raisin telling me, like, this dude has a much better snake than you do. And I was like, really? I'm, I'm watching him play. I'm like, he's really not that good. And uh, and there was there's a lot of people with UMBs, by the way, like 70 people. Um, going through pools alone was difficult enough for me. It was my first real tournament where I thought I had a chance. Um, and I was going through what everyone goes through, which are tournament jitters. Tournament jitters are basically you being nervous as hell when you're playing in a tournament. Even if you think you're not going to, you know, it's not going to happen to you, to be able to play as good as you do in friendlies as you do in uh, tournament matches, it takes experience and it takes time. A lot of people that I play with say, you know what, it's harder to get good at Brawl than it is to get good at Melee because you can't sit down in training mode of Brawl and go to the next tournament and get better. There's no tech skill for you to improve on. It's all experience. It's all learning. It's all everything like that. So, at the time, I wasn't very experienced. At the time, I didn't know really what to do, and I was very, very, very nervous. And I had no experience at all in tournaments. Uh, I got decimated. I really, uh, all I, like, just back and forth, I was just, like, DACing and stuff. Just, like, did the mortar slide. Because that was, like, the only thing I think about doing. And it was just... <laughs> I, I placed very badly. I, I got knocked out. I think. Um, I think I only won maybe one match. Um, and of course, that's something at least. At least that's something. But but uh, of course, thank God, uh, my first uh, match was Anther, and that, by the way, was a trend that proceeded to happen for my first four brawl tournaments. Anther was my first round. Needs to say, Anther had a destructive Pikachu back then. He was really good at Lucario too, and it was pretty bad. Uh, he just he just destroyed me. He still does destroy me because I I freaking hate Pikachu. But like, yeah, Anther, wow, fun for the first round. So my second tournament went a little bit better. I I, I was training a lot more. I was playing a lot more. I was learning a lot more about the game. I was still really nervous. I went into the tournament, I got Anther first round again, I was like, oh my god, why? Uh, I got knocked out, but at the time I'd also um, picked up Meta Knight the night before. Of course, it's before we knew Meta Knight was also top tier either, uh, and people were good with Meta Knight, but not amazing with Meta Knight, and I played Anther, uh, and keep in mind this is the second tournament that I, uh, that I went to, and that's only like a couple weeks after Brawl was out in the first place. Um, couldn't beat him with my snake, and instead I tried um, with Didi actually too. I was playing Didi a lot at, at the time as well, and then I tried with um, Meta Knight. Um, and yeah, he footstooled me to kill me. I mean, that's this is like a month after the game came out. He like footstooled me twice to kill me when I was Meta Knight and he was Pikachu. I was like, wow, what the hell? Um, and at the time, me and Anther kind of had a thing going. So this one time at Vasant's house, it was like a week after the game came out in the first place, um, he held a kind of get-together at his apartment, which I'm currently staying at right now. Uh, and Anther came, um, Boyer came, Skotu came, uh, Ankoku came, um, and there was quite a bit of people. And at, at the time, I kind of had this thing going with Anther. I just met him, of course, uh, and I, I don't like betting money. In the, in the beginning of the game, I didn't like betting money because I was going to lose it. I wasn't very good at the game. So instead, I bet other things. Uh, the first time I played Anther, I bet um, a coupon 
with him for like for like you know a money match. It was like a coupon match. Uh, and the next time I, I bet a punch card, next time I saw him. Um, and then like me and Vaseth versus no yeah yeah me and Vaseth versus him and uh, Boyer. We did a money match one night like really late at night uh, for two condoms, a banana, and a nickel. That was that was the pot. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and and of course one of the condoms. That's one hell of a butt. Yeah, seriously, and and one of the condoms was uh, was expired, no less. <laughs> so so Anthony ended up taking my expired condom, and uh, I was kind of like, damn, I lost my expired condom. So that was like the third time I had ever even met um, Anthony, and I had ever even seen. And yeah, by the way, I don't even know how a condom expire. I, it just had an expiration date, and I was like, what the hell? It has an expiration date. The hell's expired? I, I had no idea they did that. But like, I think it's when they dry up and come really easy to break or something. I have no idea. Maybe it's like a spermicidal mm. lubricant thing they have on it. I, I have no clue. Mm. But like, anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> you know, and I'm playing with Anther. This guy is like freaking famous and he's a you know the best Pikachu in the world so obviously I'm like you know I want to play with this guy more because he's really really good and I want to see if I can get better by playing with him uh, and honestly it, it never works not Anther everyone else it works but not Anther and Anther's just way too good but like I was able to to play with him I was able to um, you know experience what that's like I, I jumped head first in the competitive scene I started playing people more and more I started learning more people like who more people were um, at like the, I think the second or third UMB, these two guys walked in, Joel and Dope. Joel and Dope were also considered. Dope was the one of the best in the Midwest um, uh, for melee. Uh, he was really really good. And and when everyone when he when he walked in, I was like, holy shit, that's Dope. And all whispering, you know, oh my god, it's Dope. Um, James, Dope's name. Uh, James is a really nice guy. Uh, we hang out now too, and like he comes over, we play. Um, and Joel, also a really nice guy. Joel is Needle of Junta. Um, like I said, I mentioned before, he's one of the best game watchers in the world. And when he, when he came in, uh, everyone was like, oh shit, it's Joel too. Oh man, dope and Joel. Uh, so it was a big deal uh, when you know they walked in and, and, uh, and they joined everyone. Um, Joel, from the very beginning, had an absolutely destructive game and watch. Uh, unfortunately, dope was not pretty good at the game in the beginning. Uh, he used Wario. He was he, he was good in the beginning, but after about like two months, he really kind of stagnated. He didn't have a Wii, and he didn't have anyone to play against, and, and any friends with a Wii, so he just kind of didn't do well. Uh, and actually, just recently, just like two months, like well, a month and a half ago, he got a Wii and started like doing much much better tournaments, and taking second again. So the guy's good, really good, um, and he still uses Wario, but he's looking for a new character. But so I'm like sitting here and I'm seeing all these big names come in and keep in mind of course my name I am Samurai Panda I'm a mod uh, that doesn't really carry much weight most of the pros most of the good players had no clue who I was hell it was just a few weeks ago that Joel asked me why my name was red on the boards he had no clue and this is like one of the best game watches in the world and he was like so why is your name red on the boards I'm like I'm a moderator. <laughs> um, so it's like, 
Don't get no respect. Seriously. And the name Samurai Panic, it really didn't carry much weight in the community, uh, as much as you'd think for being a moderator and everything. Uh, so I had to start pretty much from scratch. Um, Vaseth really helped because he knew all the people, and he's really sociable, and he, he kind of introduced me and stuff. Uh, but, you know, that's pretty much the beginnings of when I started uh, started playing tournaments and the people I started meeting. Uh, I guess next time I'll explain more about, uh, you know, what I started doing, how I started playing, and how I started getting better, and how I started placing better. Uh, and learning how to play the game more competitively, but like the the gist of this, uh, of the first section of this is that join your competitive community, go to the regional boards, and find people uh, that play. It's uh, it's a big difference. It makes this game a hundred times more fun than it is playing alone or with a computer or Wi-Fi. Uh, and it, like I said also before, my phone is filled with people now that I've met through Brawl. Uh, I have a lot. Of new friends and a lot of uh, a lot of new connections and yeah, it's, and it can happen to you too, and hopefully it will. Mm hmm. Yeah, really. We hope you enjoyed the episode, guys. Remember uh, to participate in our contest, our draw your favorite show me your news moment contest. If you need more information on that, check the thread on Smashboards, and also check out our Stickham. Uh, channel stickam.com slash smyn for you know live streams of podcasts and other tidbits that may occur you know between podcasts um really we want to thank mick128 for coming on the show all the way from australia it's you know it's 12 hours ahead of where we are <laughs> it's, it's it was nice to you know be able to coordinate the schedules as you know as off as they may be between the yeah, two so lunchtime for me and I'm assuming it's almost midnight for you guys yeah, it sure is and we also want to yes. thank all our listeners on the Stickham uh, channel currently they're also in the gamesurge.net IRC chat uh, we want to thank you all for your participation and really just thanks for you know, being such loyal fans anything else you guys want to say um, I'm kind of surprised you guys haven't mentioned uh, WTFP yet Oh, uh, do we have to give a plug for that? Might well, <laughs> well, I've only just recently got into it, so I'm kind oh, of... Oh, really now? What do you think of it? Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I mean, a lot of the stuff I've, I've noticed throughout the years, like uh, the Mewtwo on Bill's door. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if, if you're drawing a blank as to what WTFP is, it's the project, it's a weekly project on YouTube. The Show Me Your News and WTFP channel is SMYN Yoko. Um, pretty straightforward there. But my brother Sword Hunter and I, we work on a week involving, you know, just looking at the first season of Pokemon and pointing out all the possible flaws, the logic errors, the plot holes, just the general mistakes uh, that exist with each episode. It's, you know, it's a little tedious, but, you know, I'm going, hopefully going into video production and it's, it's good practice and it's enjoyable to work on. And we actually got to get uh, working on recording that for this week. But, you know, if you want to check it out, youtube.com slash smynyoko, and the project is WTF Pokemon, or affectionately called WTFP. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I haven't uh, caught the last few episodes because I've been a little bit busy, but uh, I hear good things. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's it's good to hear interesting things. Although, I got I to gotta say this because I got the best comment ever on, you know, any project. It was like the 26th episode. And we got a comment that said, and, I, and if you're listening to this, I apologize, but it, it was just too good. Um, yeah, like they, they said, 
the beginning in the theme, W-U-T-F, instead of W-T-F. I mean, what's with that? And I'm like, really? You think that W is just pronounced double because I say W-U-T-F? <laughs> <laughs> so you wow. think that the show should be not set, it should be W-U-T-F instead of W-T-F Pokemon? Uh, it, it, it was just too good. I mean, I got to make a comment, but that's like the best comment I've ever received. It's like, wow, thank you. That is awesome, and you made my day. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's anyway, yeah. Well, but before we go uh, off track, you know, we'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how we schedule the next episode of Show Me News, who we have on it uh, in late August. You know, obviously, you know, we got to do move in. You know, start of the school year, so maybe it'll be like more like mid, late, you know, not too late in August, but sometime around that time, um, we'll be nailing a date down for the the contest, the drawing contest. It'll probably be you know right near the middle of the month of October, uh, because actually no, it'll be the time we release episode thirty nine because the guests will be on episode forty. So mm-hmm. when episode thirty nine comes out, that'll be the deadline for the drawing contest. Yeah. Um, and, and anything else you guys uh, say before we wrap things up today? Yeah, guys? hopefully next time when we move in everything, we have the apartment going, uh, we might be able to get some new projects up. Or, uh, I don't know, we might be able to change a few things around. It'd be kind of interesting yeah. living together, you know, uh, and, and seeing what we could do. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. We can, you know, do, like, brawl streaming matches or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. people love to see Yoko Samurai Panda matches, but yeah. they... I can no. also invite Anthro over, uh, and Anthro can just like come over, put his tag on. He, nowadays, he's actually using the Pikachu with the red hat, and his tag is "Are you okay?" <laughs> yeah, and every, whenever he uses that, everyone yells out, "Are you okay?" Are you okay? <laughs> and then someone uses Wolf and has like Buster as his tag. <laughs> Are you okay, <laughs> Buster Wolf? Yeah, it's it's freaking hilarious. He yeah, pulled so that what- tournament yesterday. Yeah, when we get things settled in, it should be very interesting. And again, Mick, thanks for coming on the show. Really, a that's pleasure. right. Yeah. Um, one thing before you go, by the way. Okay. Um, the guys in the chat room are sort of having a heart attack, wanting to shout out. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Yeah, they're going nuts. They're going shout out, shout out, shout out, panda, panda, shout out, etc. Oh, yeah. So shout, shout out, shout out to you, Ed Gate Surge. Yeah, shout out to the guys in the chat room. Even though I already thanked you guys, but <laughs> thank you for the avid support. <laughs> So, shout out to all you guys. Yeah. All right, and you know, for all of us, this is Yoko. This is Samurai Panda. And this is Mick. And we are out for this month. Thanks, guys. So what what's with us getting like the only like attached people on the boards to be on the uh, to be on the show? Honestly, like you and Buzz, it's like, come on, I don't even have a girlfriend right now. What the fuck? Come on, Mick. I mean, well, you are so engaged, engaged from your news.
Oh. <laughs> Look, if she doesn't come into my apartment and ask me out for a date, then it's not going to happen, so... Yeah. It's too much effort. <laughs> knock, knock, right. knock, knock, knock. <laughs> exactly. Dude, all like, I do is go to classes. <laughs> my only time I go outside is like when I go to classes, and um, people like... Actually, that's. I just realized that a really hot girl wanted to study with me. Huh. I should do that. I should have done that. <laughs> like I said. Well, the thing is, it's like I'm raping the class and she's failing the class, and I think it's more so about using me than about, like, oh, you know, that. anything else. Right. But I'm mean, not really mind <laughs> being like, used. She's really well, if, if I'm going to offer a little something, you better offer a little something, something. What are you <laughs> Are you implying that I ask you for something? Grades for sexual favors. I'm implying favors. whatever you want to imply. Need to imply. Grades for sexual favors. That is the best system in college ever. <laughs> if I write your paper, sadly, for you, it exists. Probably. Oh yeah. Um, actually, that was you. Um, one of my friends said uh, a girl was walking down his hallway, yelling out, "Whoever, whoever will write my sociology paper for me will get a blowjob." <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's MSU for you, honestly. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, did you sure. take the offer? He's like, you don't know how dirty she is. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a really good point. I, that's not the first thing that went through my mind. Yeah. You're just like, huh? What's this? Yeah. But um, you know how you were saying before that you know how you said I said you were married to show me news and you said like, well, unless she comes in or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, yo, cool, segment right panda. I am show me your news. Will you guys go out on a date with me? We can get it on afterwards. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Show me your news now has a uh, persona. That is will good. you cyber with me? <laughs> I almost spit my beer out. Thank you. Texas <laughs> uh, best invention ever. Uh, yes, yes it is. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I'm sure you probably gotta go have lunch, Nick. Yeah, I'm kinda hungry. <laughs> well, before I go, one last thing. Hmm? Hey, I'm cool. Tag the right hand. The show's done, and I am waiting for you, big boys. We shall go out, have a good time, get it on many times, and then there will be cake. <laughs> the cake's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's good stuff. <laughs> Seriously, Texas Beach, best invention ever. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's too good. Oh, man, we should and talk I think about we just found our Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh.